Be the very best that no one ever was. Catch them as my real death. Dream if I cause. Yeah, across the land, searching far and wide. The power that's inside. Hello. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Three Canadian Thumbs. How you doing? I'm doing pretty okay. And you? Yeah, you can't answer back. You're listening to us. Oh, yes, sucker. <laughs> sucker. <laughs> that was the Digimon theme, by the way. Yeah, Digimon. Yeah, there's a new game coming out. Cyber Pokemon. Smooth, uh, Pokemon Monster something. <laughs> Pokemons are the champions. Change into Pokemon champions to save the Pokemon world. <laughs> yes, a new Digimon game is coming out. <laughs> it's been out for like two, three years. Mm. <laughs> the, uh, which one? Uh, Cyber Sleuth. Cyber Sleuth. Apparently, mm. it's like a Persona type game that's really, really good. Uh, it's on sale right now on PS4. If you want to check it out. Oh, right. <laughs> cool. Cool. It, it, nice. It's surprisingly very pretty. It looks prettier than uh, whatever was announced <laughs> this week. Okay. <laughs> that, was, oh. that, was, that was super weird. Anyway, my <coughs> name is Jamie. Rita. Pierre. And uh, we are back here this week in order to talk about what we like in entertainment. So uh, let's start this off. Uh, Mr. Rita. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So a week has gone by. Um, uh, what you told me last week didn't fall on deaf ears. I took the time to watch just one episode of Umbrella Academy. Oh, no. Just one. I watched just one. Did you one. like it? Because it's not, it's like the worst. Okay, okay. Yeah. Here's my take on it. What you said was actually on point. I don't really have much more to say about it than what you said originally. It, it is like very like Watchmen. Mm. Like, like it's, I call it like Watchmen Light. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's oh. kind of like a. It's more of an. It's like X Men Watchmen. Yeah, it's a crossover. It has like the the that sentiment of like you know it's a school or like an academy or whatever, and they were trained by this weird eccentric person Comb. that should have yeah <laughs> that's played by Comb Fior, like <laughs> famous like Canadian actor, um, and it's really weird. At some points, I was like. It looked like very Tim Burton esque, where it, like it uh, has like the mansion and like that kind of like yeah. like modern goth aesthetic a little yeah. bit. But it's also set in like modern day, yeah. contemporary times, so it really gives that sense of like why are the kids dressed in like you know English private school attire with the short shorts? But it's like the it's early two thousands or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. and it's never really explained. But it's okay; it's comic booky. Yeah, um, exactly. It's not great, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. That's how I felt about it. It really feels like a really expensive like compilation of video clips, of music videos. Yeah, There's a lot of musical moments with action. They think they're alone now, and then they start dancing all yeah. over the mansion. I, I'd say like the, the pacing is gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Because it really uses the one episode to like introduce everything. Yeah. Like yeah. it's packed with, <laughs> like you know every character by the end of the first episode. Yeah, but um, it's not gonna get like better. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So <laughs> I should set my expectations from the first episode. 
kind of. I'm just I mean, like, you, what I got is basically what the rest of the show. Like, it's not going to reach like higher highs or lower lows. It's kind of yeah. It plateaued I mean, like, in the first. My game. my favorite moments were with a character named Five, which I think you do meet in the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the, the, so, the the old young kid. Yeah, exactly. Wants so coffee. Like, I think the first yeah. episode ends with him, and mm-hmm. yeah, and so like you get a lot more of that. So okay. that's fun. Yeah. Um, some some characters that you think might might have been like the main characters, like uh, the the dude bros. Like, there's two main dudes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like number the one, dude number two. Bros. Yeah, yeah. They're not yeah. really present. Like mm-hmm. they're there, but they're not really the center of the story. Mm-hmm. So um, it evolves into something a, a bit more interesting, but it's very like this is a, like a, a young adult comic book. Yeah, 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 that's how it feels like. Yeah, it's a young adult novel yeah. type story. That's fine in itself. Like Watchmen for, yeah. for a younger audience. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, but yeah, I like it, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things like I, I, I did this week, and I'll take the time to watch more than just one episode. It sure uh, sounds like the kind that I would like to, honestly, because, well... I am a huge fan of Watchmen and all of this pseudo deepness uh, <laughs> yeah. and all of its uh, all of its uh, insinuations of how society is crap and uh, uh, so, we, we need a savior and then there's gray areas and whatnot. But well, in uh, this, in like the the synopsis, I'd say is that mm-hmm. like there there's this rich man who uh, brought them all together for some reason and they like he. He raised them, mm-hmm. but he raised them really poorly. Yeah, and um, it's a family that's really like really poorly. Yeah, and, and it's a family that's like <laughs> yeah. very split. And he dies at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. So they they're all brought together. Yeah, that's the catalyst. That's the starting point of the show. It's like they're the the pe- the person who raised them was this awful like criminally negligent parent. <laughs> Yeah, who billionaire, bill, eccentric billionaire, yeah. and then uh, how did he deal? But I don't feel like it has like Watchmen has a lot of like themes that mm. goes with the story. I didn't get that from Umbrella Academy. I, I feel it's like more it's more daddy most, issues. For it's, like, it, uh, it's plot. <laughs> it's it's all plot. I find yeah. and like, yeah, yeah there is that. Yeah, it's all plot and just like uh, uncovering character motivations or like just what happened between then and now. Yeah. And what's going to come, like yeah, when you exactly. finish the first episode. So like you're gonna see yeah. like why they're all the way they are, mm-hmm. and how how they they've grown into very broken people. Because mm-hmm. it's not all the dad, but it mainly is. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's uh, they, and then they they basically they know that they have to save the world, mm-hmm. and they don't know how or why or what's gonna happen, but they know that like they were brought together. Mm. Uh, for for some reason. Well, yeah, thank you. I think, I think every episode is like a day. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Because yeah. there's there's like a there's a deadline they have to meet, or it's like there's a a little bit like Watchmen, like you know, yeah, there's exactly. the Doomsday they Clock. Knew, they knew that, like, they know that it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy that Gerard Way is still contributing to our. Um, <laughs> to our uh, entertainment in general because his solo yeah. career I don't know I'm not so sure about but it apparently he did this comic back when he was uh, with My Chemical Romance like it's an old mm-hmm. comic that grew a, a cult fan base and eventually got this show mm. so it's like not that recent okay yeah. yeah oh I see okay well good on him well there's there's 
I got that feeling watching the first episode. You know how it's like it's set in contemporary times, but it really feels... Early 2000s. Early yeah. 2000s. Like, yeah. you know, it's those little details or elements that, like, you can't miss in a show today. Like, no one has, like, cell phones. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, a bank robbery happening and, like, kids with superpowers are kind of, like, yeah. saving the day. And everyone's just outside and looking straight at at the bank and what's happening. Basically, like it's a, the 80s or, like, 90s when, when they're kids. Okay. Yeah, it's like a bit earlier. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, yeah, it's a bit earlier than that and then in contemporary they like they don't give a lot of hints like about like It could be 20 of, years ago. It could yeah. Be, yeah. So, but it's modern day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it it's uh it shows it it kind of shows and uh other than that um yeah, I took the time to watch that. I also just I didn't really watch the Oscars. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I me neither. This year. What a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, how... We're supposed to be ambassadors of entertainment. How dare us not listen to that ad-ridden uh, <laughs> Actually, kind like, of... I, I don't know. There's, it's like a long show with not that many ads. No, like, no. They're not relevant. Like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not one of the most... I, like, I, I much prefer like the, the video game awards because it's got like some stuff for me it's not mm-hmm. just for the, the the people there yeah yeah I mean, exactly it's a bit more representative in that sense or it's like the academy kind of show you can kind of see from what movie wins who's voting within the academy or like what's the their demographic mm-hmm. uh, overall like I didn't watch it but apparently it was it was fine because uh, there were there wasn't any host this year And people appreciated that. They said, like, oh, it went by faster. It was way more fluid. Um, in terms of, like, um, uh, winners and uh, that were... Well, that that made me happy. We talked about it into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. The best animated yeah. film. A lot of people are like, oh, Incredibles 2, like, got its award stolen. I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. no. Incredibles 2 won over? No, no, no. it didn't. Oh, it didn't. Oh, oh, Spider-Verse oh. won Best Animated Feature <sighs> Wow, film. you scared me uh, for a that, second. That was Holy like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. At least, you know, they no, recognize you know it. Who... Like... <laughs> Not to alienate anyone, but you know who, like, thinks that Incredibles 2 is better than this? Like, it, it has to be, like... I, I don't want to know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know. I really don't. Like I'm like, eh, it's it's you know that, like Objectivist we were talking Trump voters or whatever. You know? <laughs> probably, yeah. like, probably. Um, but Did- yeah, Spider Verse. I feel like uh, we talked about it before, but we were talking about how impressed we were with the animation and like yeah. they had like even different animation styles for each of the characters. Mm-hmm. Which is just insane when you think about it, like the amount of work and detail that went into it. And um, I remember that movie when I first saw it in theaters, it made me think of like maybe the first time I saw Toy Story. Oh, really? Mm. Like it's, uh, Toy Story was really a huge, huge, huge uh, hallmark when it came to uh, 3D animation. But that's so, that's wow. why I was impressed with the animation. That's what I mean. It's like it, 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 it was a recall to that. I don't know. It's probably not going to have the same legacy as Toy Story because, of course, it won't. Because it's Spider-Man. Because it's Spider-Man. And, yeah. But, uh, like, the subject itself, meh, like, it's Spider-Man. But mm-hmm. I'd see it, like, in, uh, like, a, an exhibit of, like, history of animation. Absolutely. Or, but, yeah. Like, it, with Cinderella and Toy Story and this, like... Well, 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd <laughs> see it as like people who are into animation would definitely understand and respect its legacy, but mainstream wise, I don't. Yeah, no, it's gonna get forgotten for sure. But yeah. it's got one thing correctly that it stands out um, on top of all of them. They actually blended multiple styles with mm -hmm. grace. Which oh, yeah. doesn't happen. I never saw another movie that blended all those styles together. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's never that ambitious. Mm -hmm. And it's never it's good, that uh, well executed either. Yeah, ambitious is the right word for it. Yeah, it really blew, just blew the doors open. Yeah, and it's available now on uh, everything, I guess. Like Blu-ray, digital, digital. Oh, digital only? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, still... Yeah, have a reason. Like, you can go watch it. It's not in theaters anymore. Yeah. Like, you can uh, it watch is. it at home. Yeah, oh, it's well, still in theaters. Well, here it is. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, be, I, th I guess it's because of the wind. You know how, like, some movies will... Yeah, yeah. yeah they extend, like, their uh, theater. Yeah. theater you can right still see it in Quebec City. You can still see it here. Yeah. Cool. But yeah. I don't know if for everywhere around the world. it's uh, It should be gone by now because it's, like, three months in or something or four months. It was like November, right? No, December. Oh, okay. it was like mid-December. So, it's so yeah, it's just extended two and a half because months. of the wind, yeah. I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. As soon as uh, I get a 4K physical version, I'm gonna plop my roommate down. I'm gonna make him watch it. He doesn't even like Spider-Man movies. He's gonna love this shit. So it's like the first year that like, and there's two two superhero movies, one trophies. It's the first Spider-Man film to win an Oscar. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Think about it. Miles Morales. Yeah. Peter Parker. Sadly, zero. Stanley wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. Oh. But they had like a memorial thing like, like they do every knew. year. But. Because <laughs> <He, he, laughs> I, I think he's he saw the, the movie, yeah. or at least like maybe not in its final, final form, but for sure, like. Yeah. They've shown it to him. Like. And uh, yeah, Black Panther also won some trophies. So. Yeah. Deserving ones. Yeah. Yeah. Deserved uh, a bit more, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah <laughs> definitely. But well, I, I didn't like have my, too, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have my hopes up for like uh, I didn't even expect the Academy Awards. Anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, just it being there was already kind of like okay. They kind of have to show, like, they they have to give that movie attention for what it is. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, Green Room won Best Feature Film. A Green Book. The green book, the green book. <laughs> oh, not the same movie at all. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's, that's a weird green room better. But yeah. <laughs> Probably. Oh, tell me. Tell <laughs> edit, me what edit. the green room is all about, you mystery. Yeah. Yeah. No. The green room? No. Oh, God, it's good. <laughs> it's a really good. Uh, I'd say it's horror. It's like thriller horror in a little yeah. bit. I, but per, like, it's horror for me, okay? Horror, horror comedy. <laughs> He, like it's funny it's 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 ironic like in a yeah. certain way like it's it's just a punk band uh that does like shows they're on tour they're they're really living the punk lifestyle and then mm -hmm. um they show up at a show and they don't realize that it's it's like um uh like neo-nazis and just like oh what it's like a, it's, it's like punk nazis that are there and then as they're in their own like green room or whatever like their uh like the room where they arrest before a show mm -hmm. a murder happens and they witness it oh shit okay kind of just locked there and there's like this whole like yeah. mind game of like yo man we won't snitch like uh, like just leave us let us leave the show and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also like the, the the people who perpetrated the, the the murder and who are responsible for the venue are like we can't leave these we can't let the people leave like they're gonna snitch on us yeah and, and and because sh- it's like a it's a bigger like Nazi operation so like they don't want police attention on them mm-hmm. it's really really good and um, wow for, for for an accidental slip I suddenly want to see the green room <laughs> totally, yeah. I think um, the yeah, main I think uh, the main the uh, antagonist is uh, Patrick Stewart yeah Patrick Stewart is the <gasps> yeah. Yeah, you got me convinced yeah. Yeah. holy shit he shows up and it's it's a really good like indie indie horror yeah. um, Patrick Stewart plays an, an, a neo-nazi yeah, yeah. Neo-Nazi, yeah. <gasps> what yeah. oh my god and it's a it's horror in it's the same sense that su- get out is horror. it's super tense yeah it's tense but it's not like there's no jump scares there's no no like, There's no like snuff uh, stuff like uh, you know old like saw or whatever like it's not that type of yeah thing. it's not trying to get gory uh. with it or there is still like <laughs> violence like really disgusting stuff <laughs> but, but yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah but back to the Oscars uh, I feel like yeah Black Panther won some prizes uh, that it deserved like the best soundtrack best costume design oh the costumes uh, were production. amazing yeah yeah like it just that's totally totally earned um, they could have done half of what they actually did and still sold as much but they really just put their passion into it they didn't want to screw it up it was it was a good team like uh, Ryan Coogler uh, with uh, his uh, buddy who does the music for all his films uh, Ludwig Göransson like they did a great job on the music on the direction everyone on on the production like they were great um In the documentary side, there was uh, I I didn't like that category because my favorite documentary of last year like wasn't even in there was uh, the um, Mr. Rogers documentary. When yes, my neighbor. I started watching it. It's a Netflix documentary, right? No, 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 no. no. no oh, well, that's... now it's on Netflix okay, uh, so no, by no, now. I yeah, like maybe that's yeah. why it was shunned. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was in theaters. Yep. Yeah, and I, I saw it in theaters. I watched it another time. I saw it two times, and I, I, it's, it's definitely like the documentary that that's kind of needed today. I think that it's, it's, uh, it's just it's it's the it, happy feels. Yeah, the the, the hope punk, you know, right. like the, hope <laughs> punk. yeah, you know, yeah. just like in, in contemporary times, just like being kind is kind of an act of resistance, and just yeah, I feel like, like the, uh, the new uh, hippie revival. Yeah, yeah, but minus the drugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I watched three quarters of it, and um, it's a super surprising how it accurately depicted the way that he thought a children's show should be, mm-hmm. the way that he, they tried to explain uh, how he understood children and what they needed is mm-hmm. that he wanted to speak to them as equals. Yeah, yeah. And, He wanted to keep all the concepts very simple and to make them accept the way that they are. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what person that they are, they don't need to change. And everything was deliberately slow paced. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of contrasts with, with every other children's show that's out there that was yeah. out there at the time and at still time now. And still, yeah, yeah. No, he was... It was definitely like uh, an outlier in terms of children's television and just like uh, child psychology in general. And that's something he studied and they show it in the, 
and the documentary and uh, more than that I just felt like it was um, it's it's a good example of someone's legacy that should be remembered like he was really influential he was on PBS for years like uh, and like there's multiple generations that grew up with him and like that show as like low budget and low production as it was like uh, the Mr. Rogers like show ages well well it's kind of like the, the children's show equivalent of Bob Ross mm-hmm. yeah I feel like for feel good like uh, and sharing, sharing yeah. kindness and yeah timelessness but yeah. what's uh, what's really particular is that he would he would low-key bring up really heavy subjects oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like the day after the JFK assassination he actually brought it up as a puppet like because kids have those questions like what does assassination mean and then as an adult like Mm. some adults will never feel comfortable explaining those concepts to children and he would understand as like this is the zeitgeist now this happened a lot of children must feel insecure and might want answers from adults that won't give it to them so he just uh yeah i wish i had that kind of approach when when, uh 9 11 happened like Mm -hmm. i just nobody explained anything to me Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it woke me up to the fact that there's a world out there. <laughs> I was like 13 or right? I don't, can't remember. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, like that. Uh, it's really good that like to have somebody that like teaches you that stuff. Because like even probably like for my case, like even my parents had no idea. Like what the Yeah. How do we, how do we talk <laughs> to you? Yeah. Like yeah. somebody a bit more educated that that's like, yeah, probably on TV or something. But mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that documentary didn't even feature in the nominations. That's too bad. But in the short documentary section, they they had a really good documentary, Netflix one, Netflix produced. Sure. Uh, yeah, the that one uh, period end of sentence. Oh, I took the yeah. time to watch that. It's twenty six oh, yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. It's uh, it's about like um, an Indian woman living in a village, yeah. like. Uh, 60 kilometers like out of New Delhi mm-hmm. and uh, they're basically they basically just started manufacturing uh, their own uh, sanitary pads oh really yeah. okay and uh, it kind of shows how there's uh, there's kind of like stigma or there's like a taboo around just like menstruation within like the the, the, the local culture yeah and um, even in New Delhi well it's like outside of New Delhi it's okay like New Delhi outskirts and uh, it's, it's yeah, it's like they show how like um, they started manufacturing their own pads and it's kind of an empowering thing because they start working. Some of the women never worked a day in their lives and they just started being like, uh, produ- like they produce the, the, yeah, they make the product, they start selling it to other women in like their own, uh, their local environment. They go into town, they, they, have like sales pitch and everything about it and it's it's nice to see that it's like there's um there's initiatives to help better like the the the, the wellness and just like uh the, the health of women around the world um and was it seen as an act of rebellion because it's kind of taboo in that no, society or not at all hmm. no and it was shown like this there's development happening Hmm. There's, um, it helps like when have their own like independence in a certain way. It has like a, a 
again, I feel like Hopunk way, like it, it brings that sense of like uh, women are capable of achieving their goals. Oh, okay, they're, they're okay, given okay, okay. The, 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 the means to achieve those goals and to help each other. And uh, this was this is all part of something that's called the Pad Project. Pad Project. Yeah, and they have their they have a website, thepadproject.org. Uh, I haven't checked it out myself, but it seems cool. Something uh, something that I suggest. It's a 26 minute short documentary. It's really nice. Um, I have to add it to good. the to the list of things that I've got to watch on Netflix, including um, Russian Doll. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> Which I didn't watch, but I really should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's um, just the fact that there's there's an there's a trend of documentaries that actually give hope instead of instilling paranoia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, like it's not trying to demonize anyone for like, oh, see how bad they have it, or it just. This is an example of how it gets better and people helping each other. Good, I'm glad. Is there hope left in this dying world? Yeah. <laughs> I guess well, so. Talk, talking about like hope in this dying world. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, there's nothing there's it's not going to be a funny segue, but I watched uh, <laughs> watched the first episode of Larry Charles's uh, Dangerous World of Comedy. Yeah, how's that? This week and it's really really good. Um, it's four episodes, uh, and it's uh, basically well. The first episode. So, if you don't know who Larry is, uh, he produced slash directed uh, Borat, okay. uh, Bruno. Okay, yeah, the Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. like something by Bill Maher, which will not be named because fuck him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, yeah. um, it's. Uh, it's Larry Charles going to various countries and, and uh, trying to find the comedy in uh, horror. So the first episode is him going to Somalia mm-hmm. and um, I think Nigeria. I can't. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. He goes to Iraq first. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's he's basically he goes pretty much everywhere. But he, he finds, like, uh, the comedians that are there. Like, in, because, like, Iraq went through a very recent war. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and many others. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, looking at what people laugh over there and, like, like people who were at war. Okay. Like, so, okay, so it's finding the comedy in places. Yeah, and seeing, yeah. like, what, what makes, like, ex-warlords cry or something. Okay. Like, like he goes, he, yeah. He meets like really hardcore people. Also, like he'll meet. Uh, he he meets like uh, in Somalia. He meets uh, women comics, and like, what's their take on mm. like, and how can their comedy grow and be more like open? Because mm-hmm. um, there there's one guy that he interviews that is basically doing a Daily Show esque thing. Okay. But he 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 found his comedy through like survival because he he found his his like like he found comedy basically as he was getting tortured as a way to like survive okay really it's like like it's like a coping it was a way of coping with his terrible situation yeah and he was like trying to get on the good side of the people that like i think it was isis the words like Mm -hmm. that like held him captive and stuff 
and like that that's that's his chops that's not like you know here it's gonna be like oh i wanted to impress some girls or like my parents <laughs> so basically that, yeah. that's well, it's different context. Like, yeah. definitely when it comes to culture and lived-in experiences. So. Interesting. He, he doesn't uh, insert himself okay. into the documentary at all. Like, oh, it's him. Good. It's yeah. him going there and asking the questions. So you hear him, but he like the camera's rarely on him. Uh, okay. Ever. It's really about the subject. Good. And it's about yeah, finding a way to laugh in like misery or like miserable times yeah. or like hmm. yeah, and it's really really good. I'm gonna watch more of it. Apparently, there's really controversial stuff. There's like the next episode, the second episode has like vets humor. Okay. It's gonna get like real dark. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Oh, it, I totally it, want to watch that. Yeah, it's really good. Holy shit! Um, I've watched part one of four, so it's like four hours. Oh, okay. It's yeah. okay, and it's hour-long episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's really good. It yeah. seems like wow, um, because here in, in in the the whole culture of comedy, usually people go yeah to, to impress chicks or to be interesting or to be nice at parties or to or to because you're bored and you have nothing else to do but literally for survival to keep your sanity on the yeah. on, on on the brink you know that's that's really you interesting need to preserve it yeah yeah or or like just also like what do people laugh about. Of, in in different situations, mm-hmm. like when he's in Somalia, they they laugh about like Ebola and stuff like that. We'd never really make jokes about this, <laughs> or like except he, on VR chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the thing. <laughs> when is it appropriate to do yeah. that joke? Like yeah, it, it's right? not appropriate when they do it on VR chat. <laughs> so so there's uh, he also tries to find like the the next frontier of comedy in certain places. Like it's all it's never gonna be like the conservative comedians that he, he talks to, right? And he, he Is there goes, such a thing? Probably. Yeah. I don't wanna know. Well, <laughs> SNL like okay, every see, yeah. SNL like, <laughs> like ten years in the past is like super right wing. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um if you basically he go there there's one that I haven't seen yet, but he goes to the US also for for a bit and he tries to find some, some guy and it's some guy that basically uh, to to prank, mm-hmm. he just like steals from white rich people. <laughs> okay, and the, like that's his comedy because he just puts it online on YouTube. Okay, so like it's just him like going like to like a pharmacist or whatever and just like stealing stuff. Influencer Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. It's like, it's like an evolution of like uh, Barat basically, and that's probably why he see- seek those people out. Hmm. But um. Yeah, the idea is that like to be subversive or, or push boundaries in the in, in a world of complacency like the US, mm-hmm. where do you go? It's not gonna be go. it's not gonna be like making stupid jokes about yeah, like uh, Ebola or like abortion or whatever. It's not gonna be like being Louis C. K. at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like how do you push like the envelope and like attack yeah. with your comedy? Well that like <laughs> Eric and, Andre. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Eric convention, like in the, yeah. yeah. So it's like a step further than Eric. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. That's good. There. Uh, it's it's funny you mentioned that because recently there was um, a YouTuber uh, Natalie Wynn ContraPoints. Mm-hmm. Like uh, she released an episode called The Darkness, and it's all about like humor and like the edge in humor and like 
where does it come from and when is it in bad taste when it's yeah. like it's like when do you start appropriating like other people's misery and you're just punching down yeah. for the for the last because you're saying transgressive things and it's like the like well it's very you, easy for somebody uh, in privilege to do yeah absolutely. like like when i'll do dumb jokes like that it's because i i read a book or whatever yeah because <laughs> yeah, anything happened to me <laughs> yeah but she puts it in a good way like how she mm. ends her video i think she says something around the lines of like like the the kind of like the darkness in humor isn't necessarily like um laughing because the world is on fire because you can only do that while you're in a place of privilege yeah. but it's laughing at the fact that you are on fire yourself yes. trying to find the humor yeah. in that yeah. yeah there's a huge nuance between the two <laughs> and it's it's uh it it just it relates so much to what you mentioned what is it called again um, the Larry. Dangerous World of Comedy. It's okay. Larry Charles's... Larry Charles' thing. Dangerous World of Comedy. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you'd think he'd be, like, very present with the, his name in the title, <laughs> but no, no, not really. Yeah. yeah. And, um, humble. Even though his name is in the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so that people watch it, because people mm -hmm. in, in the, the industry know him. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. I'm really happy that uh, they actually take that angle. He could have taken the easy route and <laughs> and well, played another comedy a la Bruno. <laughs> well, well, where do you go from there, right? Yeah. Wait. Absolutely the contrary, apparently. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, that's the, like in terms of like shit I watched that was mostly <laughs> that was mostly it for the past week but I also played a few games mm -hmm. uh, I played uh, first of all the uh, DLC for um, Travis Strikes Again No More Heroes yes and Strikes Back yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I want I want your take on it like you've played it too right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I, I played it a day early. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I broke the switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, how how did you no manage idea. that? Basically, um, I I watched the stream of Suda playing the game. Yeah. Uh, a day early, and my thought was, oh, it's released. So I went on the the the, the switch and like like tried to to boot the game up and saw that it wasn't there. So I just manually went to like update my my game and it just popped up and it worked but huh the, but it was coming out the next day <laughs> okay what that he they use they use the switch so it was just like the game wouldn't see that there's an update but there the, it was already like it's already on the eShop. it's already in the system so it just worked oh my god and okay I was, and I was like talking to people online like oh it's finally out blah blah and they're just like what the hell are you talking what? about it's going out tomorrow I think something similar <laughs> happened with smash ultimate oh yeah really yeah, yeah that's how that's how um everybody got their hands on it right yeah yeah, yeah there was like they find a way to get it early Oh, because of the accident. faulty eShop? E I think so. I can't remember the details. Yeah, I don't you, know. You accidental yeah. hacker, you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my take on it is that it's kind of like a... It's a little taste. Um, the big DLC is probably going to be the next one. Yeah. Um, They're even priced differently. Like this oh, one. yeah? Yeah. Okay. This one was way cheaper than the one that's... How much was mm. it? Because I had it for free, so... Oh, you got like the whole bundle when yeah, you bought yeah. the game? Yeah. I think it was... L less than five dollars and how much was the game i think it was like 48 
something okay, like that. Because that's that's the, that's what I paid for to get this season with it. Okay. Did you Probably buy it digital? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got a digital it, version. It came yeah. with the physical. It comes with the physical. Version. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so it's, it's included on cartridge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a an hour of uh, not even. Not even. No. Not even. Because I I play it very slowly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like uh, maybe forty minutes of like uh, Batman Strikes Back. Yeah. The visual. <laughs> it's really confusing. Like yeah. you want to say like Strikes Again. again. And. But they do it on purpose, eh? Yeah. <laughs> That's totally their humor. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 like a it's a short explanation of how he got to the point of the game. Yeah. Which I don't think was necessary at all. But not really. But it's fun. Mm-hmm. So it was a prequel DLC ish. So it's, it's Batman's origin story. Oh, but I in, see. A, in like, but there's no gameplay. It's the visual novel. Yeah, visual novel. And it's this like uh, black and green visual novel. There's yeah. no like images or anything, right? So yeah, visual novel is even uh, like with a some stretch. music. Yeah, I, I, I was playing it and like playing Civ Six at the same time. But the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but the big the big thing is that they added uh, Shinobu Jacobs mm. um, as a playable character, which uh, is the uh, she's basically Travis's apprentice. Yeah. That you you fight in No More Heroes One and you let her live because uh, she's too young mm-hmm. for for you to kill. That's that's yeah. his reason. Her design <laughs> is too cool. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good reason. Yeah, it's the black school girl reason, mm-hmm. right? And she becomes like a ninja. Her. Mm-hmm. She. Oh, she's great. She becomes a ninja samurai. Yeah. I think she you kill or have killed her father or something, and that's why I can't remember. And Neither does Travis. Yeah, probably. Exactly. Uh, but she's she's playable <laughs> in No More Heroes too. So like the, and she shows up at the end of this game. So they made her like playable DLC, mm-hmm. and the the DLC name was Black <coughs> Dandelion because that's like her code name. Yeah, I think you can just replay like all the missions in the original yeah. game as her. Yeah, she comes with uh, different chips. Yeah, so she's fun to play. But mm-hmm. it's very simple. Like, it's the same gameplay, right? So yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So, visual novel style, text only, right? Mm-hmm. Text only, small... Uh, small Portraits? Small, like, black and green graphics. Like, you know, like nearly like calculator it's Yeah, like, It's like yeah. the codex in uh, Metal, Metal Gear. Gear with an image of the area that they're in or, like, the action that, that's going on. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. And uh, now, that visual novel style, I had a small taste of it when playing the original Nier. Mm. Uh, there mm. is the, this one stage where, uh, I won't spoil too much, but there's, there's an infection. Uh, there's, there's a sort of disease that, uh, that, that takes over a village. So you lose sight and smell and touch and everything, and everything goes on in your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's a text only. And it was surprisingly very engaging. Mm-hmm. It was a nice change of pace. And the, the music in Nier was amazing. Yeah, it complemented so, the text parts really well. Yeah, I, I really liked that part. I, I When I started it, I was like, no, don't tell me this is text only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what's There's happening? Like Games haven't done this. Yeah. Since Xenogears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, feel, I feel, yeah, no, I, I'd say they're probably, they probably both did it out of constraint. Yeah. Like, Nier had no budget. 
Yeah. Yeah, near <laughs> zero like, budget. Oh, one was intentional, the other less so. But now I feel no, they they were both constrained financially, probably. Yeah, they were both projects that ran on too long, and mm-hmm. back then you wouldn't release a ten-year-old game and like slap Disney characters on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, major diss! <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's no Final Ooh. Fantasy characters. I don't know why. It's because yeah. you didn't finish the game. <laughs> you were too busy working on the Lion King for the Genesis. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the Hakuna Matata level. It was really hard. Yeah. Oh, the one where you had to launch uh, between monkeys and in, the, in the trees. Yeah. And the okay, wa- that was and the water shit. slides and the water slides that it was like oh. a water slide maze. Oh and my platforming yeah. was god! Garbage. It's really bad. And the That's ostriches, yeah. the, the the running ostriches where you had to duck and jump. Yeah, I have fond memories of it. I have fond memories of it, but thinking about those memories it's garbage like yeah. <laughs> the it aladdin was really games, bad though, the aladdin games were good and the super nintendo one was yeah. directed by who other than shinji mikami really yeah capcom <laughs> really uh-huh. that was huh. one of his first games and yeah, then he did goof troop or something i don't like know goof? i don't know his past before I love goof Evil, uh, yeah i don't know him much started in the trenches on yeah. uh, aladdin <laughs> and then it was he really left fun. Capcom, worked on Vanquish and disappeared. Uh, is Mikami? he still around? Mikami? Like, he worked on uh, The Evil Wooden with Bethesda. Oh, that's what he's working Yeah, That's true, yeah, but and the second he, one is He was good. like a producer, kind of like consultant. Yeah, like, um, on the better one. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah he, he's got this old mentality uh, that worked well with like Resident Evil 4 or something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't think he knows how to like grow out of that. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I, he, I mean, he's worked in games forever, so... Yeah, who knows? I hope he just doesn't end up, like, being a Cliff Blazinski, but... That's oh, cool. boy. Cliff oh, Blazinski, man. Uh, like, he's not making games, I think. Yeah. But, uh... Radical Heights, though. <laughs> what about it? Uh, it Radical like, Heights. What a way to go. Uh, what a... <laughs> that's the worst death you could ever have. Yeah. Holy I mean, shit. You, you can do Bioshock Infinite, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Mikami is like one of those old rock star mm-hmm. like, game designers. Yeah, he's from another generation. Like, definitely. I, but I think he's like the last one around. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. He still has friends in high places. Like he's he has, he's made yeah. some great games. Like, yeah. um, but and he's pushed great people, yeah, including Suda, yeah, and um, what's his name, Kamiya. Yeah, Kamiya. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. for Resident Evil Two. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it was just a masterpiece after all. It was, it was like a thing where they like just pushed him in there. Like, oh, this might fail. <laughs> so here you go. Yeah. Here's that project for you. And then he like, yeah. Yeah, he worked his ass off. And- yeah, he worked his ass off. And to this day, like, I don't feel like Kamiya has made a bad game. Wow, that's super, a bold statement. Super subjective. But um, no, nah, I don't feel like he's done anything. Like, he's responsible for Okami, for Bayonetta. Oh, uh, he's, he's Okami. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that loading yeah (laughs) still uh, yeah yeah Uh, personally I'm like might be biased but 11 uh, yeah Uh, I think about Kamiya and I think about like his library of work and I'm just laughing I'm just like yeah I'm happy about it (laughs) yeah Uh, 
So he, is he working on the the newer uh, Astral Chain game? I think as a producer slash yeah. consultant, so he's kind of like he's he's in the background, but he's not leading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When's that coming out, though? Astral Chains. I don't think it's. Uh, not even this year? Oh, it's November. this year. But Bayonetta 3 has been announced, so I'm pretty sure he's probably working on that. Oh, <laughs> so. yes, fly me to mm-hmm. the moon. That's the thing. Like, they, 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 they're, How many games are planning on working on? Like, I know that they have four teams, so like mm-hmm. they're one of the biggest. Like, four teams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're huge. They're really huge. But they, they, they like swap people around. Mm-hmm. But they have like four. They they usually always work on four games at the same time. Yeah, they're they're really efficient. Yeah, and like even like Kojima. And, yeah, and yeah. I've heard like when Kojima like worked in collaboration with them for uh, Revengeance, mm. I think Revengeance. He himself said like he's never seen a studio like maximizing like their dollar to value. Because it's, it's all the same game. To like, to yeah. be fair, they they all play very similarly. Yeah, they're just like. But they do it very. Yeah, they're insane. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there's Babylon's Fall. That's the. Uh, yeah, that's what I was looking for. It's the Square oh, Enix game. Oh, yeah, I remember. That was yeah. announced at E3? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they, they have like at least these three games and maybe Scale Bound, but we'll see. Ah, rumors. Yeah. But yeah, uh, to go back to Travis Strikes again, like. I don't know that I, like if I had paid five bucks I'd be kind of mad mm-hmm. like but I, for me the, the DLC was free mm-hmm. and oh, it was it included com- it, 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 it included came, in yeah. the, the physical copy price and it comes with the second DLC also so like uh, I was happy to see that like even if I only played for two hours because um, I played a bit of uh, Shinobu mm-hmm. she she has like her own dialogue in every, uh, in every okay, game okay okay so, but but it's it's minimal. It's it, it made me go like, oh, I wish I had a friend to play with. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because <laughs> now I have another character to play. Like I'd li- I really like to to replay. I played a bit with Batman and her, and I'd really like to like do a run with both because it's short but, enough. But, but, but you do have a friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so touching. Yeah, but it's like it's it it's not in my priorities. Like no. Um, I, I think the next update will be like Bad Girl is the yeah next yeah and um, that's gonna be cool and there's gonna be more uh, visual novel stuff probably to push that there's gonna be a new level new boss so I assume yeah it's well like, it's it's priced it's a bit more pricey for the next one so I'm I'm expecting more yeah than just like but the character skin and like visual novel a, segments so. yeah so there's visual novel character skin with new chips and stuff and uh, new level mm-hmm. <coughs> sorry basically the one that wasn't finished you're excused <laughs> the one that wasn't finished uh, okay yeah so, yeah. so that's okay. that was true okay. it was okay. just like yeah it just, we didn't finish. finish yeah so uh, and it has a boss and everything yeah cool yeah. so I'm, I'm all in all it seems like you're saying it should be free right yeah, I'm a fan. And yeah, I, like pay for it again. <laughs> but yeah, no, it should be free. Like, we're biased, be. but yeah, could, like for the like the regular it consumer, should be included yeah. in the game. Like honestly, the game should be twenty bucks. Like <laughs> it should be a free update. So, but yeah, the, the game's overpriced for what it is. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it shouldn't sell on the fact that there's fans. Yeah, I'm. So, I'm, but, I'm. But but I love it, so I don't mind. I'm uh, pretty happy though. It's getting a little bit more exposure. I don't know if you you follow the uh, Gerard the Completionist the yes, channel. Yes, yes. Who's like <laughs> just a big fan like us, right? Yes, he is a big fanboy of Suda51, and he did a video yeah. uh, to, to, to completion of uh, without the DLC, of course, <laughs> and uh, Suda is in it. Yep. I yeah. recommend that you watch it. He, he has a nice sense of humor, like always, super quirky and yeah, everything, uh, a, a little bit more edgy than Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a good sport. I feel like he has, like, respect for his fans, and it shows even in his games. Like Yeah. There's a, there's a level of relatability to Suda where he... You know how, like, some people can be, like, CEOs, but, you know, like, they don't know a thing about games? And that's fine, yeah. too. I understand yeah. that. Like, I mean, they're busy. They have, like, a whole other job. But I feel like he's he's played games. Like, he's still close to he's the material. Always, like, yeah. like, no matter how big that company was, it's always been an indie company. Mm-hmm. It's always been indie games that are sold, like, through publishers helping them so they're like full price mm-hmm. but that's just like Japan like they're yeah, not even yeah. full price in Japan in Japan like Dragon Quest is gonna cost you 110 bucks mm. but, but, uh, but a Suda game is gonna be a bit less yeah okay it's yeah, just so there's like, a bigger discrepancy between yeah. the, the pricing over there yeah but uh yeah he's he's just always been making games and it shows he's like an Iwata or mm-hmm. but like a f- be like yeah, kind of yeah. like the David Lynch not not, <laughs> not in and not in like content but he's kind of like a Robert Rodriguez yeah 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 that's a better <laughs> comparison uh, although like Rodriguez just made Alita yeah <laughs> yeah Alita yeah. yeah yeah but yeah yeah exactly like Tarantino that kind Rodri- of stuff yeah that, yeah Shinobu has like a, that Kill Bill feel to her mm-hmm. yeah. Tsukiyaki Western Django yeah 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 that's yeah, that's a good comparison. What, what was your take on that? Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, you got the, what's his name, Batman's, like, backstory. The writing was very different from uh, Travis mm. Strikes Back. I don't think he wrote it. And oh, that's, the... Because that's, that's something he's been doing in... Uh, oh, you mean like, Suda? Yeah. So yeah, I looked yeah. in uh, into, like, uh, a lot of his career, right? And... Um, Usually, when there's multiple scenarios to, to stories, he only writes one of them, and he somebody else in the team writes the other one hmm. purposefully so that it doesn't feel the same. What? Hmm. Really? That's really respectful well, and, and grand. That's yeah. super awesome. Well, Amazing it, method. It works well in this case because it gives you a different tone for uh, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like, Travis Strikes Back has the tone like where you get the sense of how Travis sees himself or how he tells his own story in a mm-hmm. certain way. And there's a bit more humor, there's a bit more like uh, just like irreverence from the story but from the character as well. Whereas I feel like Batman is also like nuts. But he's nuts in his own He takes he takes himself very very seriously. Much much more seriously, yeah. Yeah. He's there to like murder you. Yeah, and like yeah, I lost my shit, and then there was my daughter, and it's, it's a bit more grim, dark, <laughs> yeah, less of the less of the humor, but it, it fits the Batman character, because in, in the end he's a loser. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, that's all, all the all the normal are. heroes characters they are, are losers. Yeah, that's but, the point. But in, in in Travis in this game, his uh, visual novel story is very much Suda imprinting on him. Oh yeah, it's become like a the self insert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so like the character has like grown and he's a bit less stupid he's got Suda's stupid too so like he's got he's still <laughs> got that but uh, yeah Batman's just like this loser old man who's lost it all and uh, is on a revenge binge mm-hmm. and that reflects in the story it's it. I would have loved mm. it to be like twice as long or something though it's really short yeah but I feel like there's what more could have been said that's the thing. That's yeah. how. I was expecting it to tie to the the Killer Seven thing because yeah, he's the part intro. of this Killer Seven lore. So, mm-hmm. like with the. the I bet that's thing. gonna come up mm-hmm. in the uh, in one of the DLCs. Well, it came up in Travis Strikes Again, so basically in the main game, but mm-hmm. for like a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to see more of that. Uh, there's one thing about the completionist video that stood out for me which I found really weird and I found that it was um, I, I was surprised he even brought it up it was obviously kind of a paid sponsorship made yeah. by yeah. Uh, Suda but the thing is you can't complete the base game there's an error in it you can't there's one area which ha- has uh, 30 of something that you need to collect yeah. you can only get up to 28 yeah, and they didn't patch it in yet. So the, yeah, I I saw his, the video and he got it he got it wrong in the sense that it's the second DLC. Oh, it's yeah. in the second DLC, but they got ahead of themselves in the achievements. That's, that's, oh, that's, because you, you well. get you get to a point in the game, you get to a chapter, and the chapter's unfinished, and it's it's canon. It's not like. Uh, yeah, so you can't actually finish the game. Like it's it's in the game that you can't finish it. Basically, it's ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. now you understand. But they should have put. <laughs> no, I I absolutely disagree because it fits with the whole theme of like this is a game with games inside, and some games are unfinished, and that was because because the game's not unfinished. So the story you, finishes and, and everything. So story, you're saying it's part of the meta humor? So, yes, basically ah, it's the meta humor, right? Okay. You know, you know how yeah, there's, like, there's yeah. like five cartridges or six or whatever? Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> Maybe five more. cartridges. But uh, one of them is just like an unfinished game that he plays. It's like, it's like Cheetah Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh like my he got God. a copy of Cheetah Man 2 and was like, this, you can't finish this. This is he does, not You don't made. have full achievements for it because... Yeah. Okay, now I can forgive it completely. <laughs> now that you explained like, it, because yeah, it's like it's like when you get that shitty game that's unfinished, like on a Nintendo era, where it's like I can't finish this game. This is, <laughs> <laughs> and in in the game, basically, he 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 comes across prototypes of games that are like canon unfinished. Yeah. yeah so that's that's the 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 thing. That's, that's the missing. joke, yeah. and that's that's what's actually missing. Uh, to to complete the achievements, uh, but it's coming with the DLC zero two. There will be an explanation, obviously. Yeah. But like maybe he'll find the actual the cartridge with the version that's more completed. Yeah. Because ba- basically it's a uh, like spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah we've game. been spoiling the game for a while, but still. Um, you know. He the the 
the whole story is that you find these five games and you beat them and then it, they're like Dragon Balls and you can uh, get a dream, uh, get a, yeah. a, a wish. Uh, yeah, they're balls. You you play the, the card, yeah, the, the cartridges are actual yeah. balls. Yeah, eyeballs you put in a skull. The eyeballs yeah. play with uh, some lore from other games, but that's something mm-hmm. else. But basically, one of them is unfinished and broken, so the wish goes wrong. Ah, oh. and and the DLC is probably going to be like making it. Yeah, and then that's how you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how it's going to work out. There's there's so much good. So it's like it's going to be its own there, sequel. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. Well, well, well. Never, I never heard you guys hype up a DLC so much. <laughs> well, we did say earlier, and and Gerard also says like, don't buy this. I think at the end, right? He's yeah. Like, <laughs> He's like, it's it's an incomplete to wait for the DLC and mm-hmm. like maybe buy it cheaper. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I he, w- he says something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, I would, and we said this, I think, two, two episodes ago. I was going to say two weeks, but it's a bit more. Mm. Like a month ago, uh, we said, like, maybe only get this if you're a fan already. Yeah. Like, if you've played No More Heroes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you enjoyed it. Too. Yeah, or Killer7 or anything else. Because... Mm-hmm. It's good, but it's indie and overpriced for what it is. Yeah. I know that, like, uh, one of our listeners told me they were playing it. Uh, oh. friend of us. Yes. Shout uh, out to uh, Mr. Julien. It was uh, Julien. <laughs> but basically, he's been play- Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there is, so I guess we, we've been... I don't know. Uh, I don't think we've influenced them, uh, but uh, there, yeah, there's uh, Dorman who's joined our, our Discord. Yes, and, uh, shout out to Dorman. Has been playing it too. We've talked about the game a bit. Uh, also, I don't know if we've attracted Suda fans or something. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, but it's weird to, to, to more Suda fans too. So yeah. Yeah. it's weird to think that we actually influence people into buying their work. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like if if we did, I'm glad because uh, deserves it. Yeah. Well, there's a conversation to be had around this game, it's, definitely. Yeah, like, and in a time where like uh, like the beginning of the year has been really slow, and the AAA's have all been disappointing to everybody that's bought them, Anthem. Oh Resident my god! Because like Resident Evil Two is like. From I, Anthem. I got my yeah, two cents it's, about it's Anthem. A, <laughs> uh, I forgot about Resident about Evil. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, Evil Two like is the big game of the the beginning of the year, right? So, but that's yeah. it, right? Yeah, there's, well, I feel some Apex, people would debate you on King, yeah Apex Kingdom Hearts. They can they can try. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not saying they're right or wrong. Think, I'm just I, saying like it's I think debatable. for anybody that uh, that loved Kingdom Hearts, loved uh, it, it, they're probably disappointed with it. Like to a certain extent, it doesn't mean they didn't love it, or mm. anything, but it looks like a game that's way too old. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a little weird. They use a, a tired engine, and it's it doesn't match the style of the other Kingdom Hearts, and it's it's it can be way more cartoony when it's not. And like games, it doesn't know its target audience anymore. Well, it's because. To me, to me, it's that games have done much better than than what they they started because I think they were really good action RPGs, mm-hmm. and like platinum games happened in between. So yeah, they set the yeah. standard <laughs> yeah, higher, but you know, sometimes Square Enix in their in their in their projects, and there's stuff, there's good stuff to find in them, uh, mm-hmm. which is the same for like Suda games. They're yeah, bad, exactly. Well, that's that's how I feel about yeah. it. Is that for the fans, 
fans won't care. Like, or, they'll, like, they'll enjoy their But, experience. like, people yeah. who don't know him, yeah. like, it's very interesting to, like, get these types of games that are flawed because they're not triple A. And they're they're not like the the indie scene that's is very recent, mm-hmm. like it's a decade old ish. Yeah, but it, it yeah, comes tr- from Cave Story and. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, AAA games are also flawed. Like, let's be honest. Like yeah, the, they're flawed they in different ways. Yeah, 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 in different ways. You kind of expect them to be like the big, mm-hmm. like motherfucking game that like you're gonna shoot shit and you're gonna like be hyped all the fucking time. But with like a Suda game or like there's other developers that I can't think of right now, but it's like it has like that PS1, PS2 well, like, era. You feel. never expect they're gonna be like huge game of the year, yeah. gold edition games, but it's still a good time and that's that's what you play games for. It's like it's like you don't like every movie you watch is not gonna need to be like the best movie of the year or the exactly. best movie that you've ever seen. Sometimes you just wanna like put something on that's kind of B series. Wanna watch In Bruges um, every once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A small, yeah. unconventional. <laughs> yes. You're romp. gonna have a great time differently. Mm-hmm. I think even action games like a No More Heroes can do that. Mm-hmm. You can still play like a an action thing. And not expect it to be like the craziest hype you'll ever have, and have a good time because it brings something else to the table, something unique to the yeah, table. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the conversation so to be had. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, exactly. So everybody <laughs> that hasn't played the Grasshopper games, check them out. Yeah, because the only game I played this week was their first game, Killer Seven. No, no, no. no. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go it's, ahead. It's called the Silver Case. The Silver Case. And it's, huh. Uh, it's I never game. heard of that. So it's a PS1 game. Yeah. Um, back in the day, Suda left this one company called Human. That all their games are only released in Japan. Detroit. Because they're, they're <laughs> <laughs> they weren't that like big or anything. Um, and his first game with a very small team when he started Grasshopper was Silver Case. And you, you, in the credits, you see it's just like him writing and then somebody else for the second scenario. And there's like an artist and like three programmers. And like it's a really small team. I think it's maybe some of their, these people that are working on Travis Strikes Again. Oh, like, okay. So um, it's a visual novel about. <laughs> You've just been sending me screenshots like throughout the week. And I have no idea what's going on. Really? It's, it's, I didn't either. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? But, uh, huh. So it's it's about this. It's a, it's set in 1999, the the year it was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well, to start, basically, it was re-released on PS4, remade, yeah. and uh, translated. So it's about um, a murderer who's going to come back. But he's like in jail. <laughs> okay. And uh, he he did crimes uh, twenty years in the past. Oh, Jay. Yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> he but basically he his uh, his like killer instinct uh, causes other crimes. Okay. Hmm. Um, like I'm not I'm trying to not spoil anything. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But, You're talking yeah. in vague terms. Yeah. But, yeah. And. Um, yeah, everybody's just like, yeah, this guy's gonna come back and we're gonna be fucked. It has mm. that 
feel that like Ghost in the Shell or without being cyberpunky, it has a very cyberpunk feel. It has like Ghost in the Shell, Psychopaths, all these Silence things. of the Lamb. That's what I'm getting or, from. Or like yeah, yeah, there's a bit of Silence of the Lambs. Like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that that theme of like the the killer the killer's gonna, gonna come, come back. back or it's like yeah. Mm. Well, according and, to uh, Wikipedia, it's. Uh, yeah, the, that that is exactly. It's a text-based adventure. It's um, uh, set in a city called Twenty Four Districts. That's so, interesting. So it's, in, it's, so it's in Japan, and yeah, uh, there's lore with it. But basically, there's a like a project type area that's uh, the twenty fourth, the twenty four wards. Hmm. I bet it parallels a part of actual Japan. Do you know which one it is? No, no, no. It's very like. Uh, nondescript kind yeah of. okay it, it has its own lore and why it exists but it is where the government is set okay and like some images it looks like uh, downtown Tokyo mm. and it's point and click uh, it has this really weird system um, but it's like the, you use the d-pad and um, PS1 era yeah like adventure like, again. yeah you use the, the d-pad and X and triangle and that's it and um, you do you don't interact a lot with with stuff, so mm-hmm. it's really like you walk to the right place and a cutscene plays. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not familiar with visual novels. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head that I played was maybe Phoenix Wright. Mm. So which is I, amazing. So I don't know yeah. if like it's really good, but I really loved it. Okay. Oh yeah. I want more. I bought the sequel as well. So. so- <laughs> so like, you I, loved it even if it was your intro to visual novels basically yeah huh yeah so I like I'm, I'm thinking about trying more visual novels I know that I'll try Danganronpa because yeah, I feel from the screenshots you shared and just Suda's style in general the writing carries that game yeah and it's yeah, yeah. like it seems like a good localization effort and like yeah good writing and that's usually like the the the, the staple of a good visual novel Mm. And uh, basically, the, this game has like two scenarios, which is really interesting. Mm. One of them uh, is the cases, like you have like different murders and what's mm. going on, and through the, the eyes of the police. But even that's complicated. But anyway, and then the other one is this guy who's investigating, uh, like as a private journalist, private eye, uh, the cases. But it it's not written by Suda; it's written by somebody else. And the idea behind it is that it uh, it has this um, this approach of like what do the people in the twenty four wards um, live like, and like how or how are they affected by these more paranormal ish things happening? Hmm. Um, like they're just normal people. Okay. But this guy, you play most of most of the things you play is you play him on the computer. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so like, okay. Going through his files, yeah, like, uh, and like uh, his emails and replying to emails and stuff, and um, so there's almost no <laughs> gameplay. So there. like some old Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, yeah. But, but it keeps updating. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah. it's it's got this thing that like Japanese games have, which is like, and I guess it's part of the visual novel genre, and it's like routine. Mm. It's like every every day you're gonna get up, you're gonna look at, you're oh. gonna talk to every person, you're gonna talk, click on everything, and then 
you'll read your emails, you'll answer your emails, mm-hmm. and then the next day starts, and then okay. the story keeps advancing, and it's always like a little bit before the crimes in the other story, and then it gets to the crimes, and then after the crimes as well. And you kind of get, like, you, you get some stuff that's missing from the other scenarios to inform you. So I get the feeling that it doesn't stall because that's a common problem in a lot of point-and-click adventure games. I played a lot of them, mm-hmm. but the, really the big fault uh, in those games is when you don't know what to do. You go everywhere, you click every yeah. one, <laughs> and you interact with everything, every object that you think of, and then suddenly, oh, apparently that was the next thing I had to do. <laughs> no, this <Yeah>. happens. <laughs> oh, it happens? Yeah. <laughs> Moon logic. Yeah, there's, there's like, yeah. some bad design. Mm. Um, but uh, this one has like it has life improvements because it's from 1999 uh, 1999 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but like you can speed up the, 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 the walks you can there, there's like a big yellow flashy thing that says like if you go there you can interact with something like <laughs> okay like it, it, it's making it a lot simpler oh okay um, the art is upgraded you can actually there's like Filters you can put back on to make it look uh, like the 90, like CRT like the old game yeah amazing uh, but also like the the art itself like oh yeah okay. and the 3D and everything like you can downgrade downgrade everything uh, to to to, to its original yeah but you okay. can choose pick and choose it's not just one or the other okay oh this was ported on DS too it seems that the, like it's perfect on DS maybe yes on, maybe mm. only in Japan uh, hmm. here it's only on PS4. And um, the, their second game is a sequel to that, but more like a spin-off. I think I feel like it was retconned into a sequel okay. at one point. But it, it, some some characters come back. It's Flower Sun Rain. Yeah, that's uh, a that's DS a, game. Well, so it was a PS2, PS2. game yeah. that was port that was never released here and ported to the 3DS. So I'll be playing that next. But there's also the 25th Ward. Mm. That's the actual sequel to it. Which that came was out a last mobile year. game, but it came out mm-hmm. uh, last year here. Yeah, it's incredible yeah, that it's that there's a legacy of it ten years later. Yeah, and um, so basically, what happened with Grasshopper is that after No More Heroes, Suda became more of a producer mm. and never really like wrote on the games and stuff. But all the games prior to that are set in the same universe. So he's brought it back with Travis Strikes Again. Yeah. So like all these other the games link. are kind of yeah. coming out. Like Killer Seven just came out a few weeks ago on uh, PC. Uh, yeah, on PC. Yeah, that's cool. So and Flower Sun Rain kind of is a like its own thing. So I don't think it will come back out. Mm. But if you play these like the Silver Case games and Killer Seven, I don't think you're missing anything. Else. And No More Heroes, obviously. I don't think you're missing anything else to have like the big lore. Mm. I feel like I'm missing one, but I can't remember. I guess Shadow of the Damned is also involved in Travis Strikes again. Killer is dead. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking about Killer is dead. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, he's in yeah. Travis Strikes again as well. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But basically, he's just like retconning all of this into okay, his yeah. world. The post No More Heroes two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grasshopper. Now the sequel, well, did they change the gameplay? Did they change it from point and click yeah, uh, it traditional? Be, it has to be changed because, uh, but I haven't played it because it was on the phone. Okay, but maybe for PS4, it's uh, it's all changed into the old style. I don't hmm. know yet. 
Um, I got a check. Yeah, the DS port. Uh, I just remembered what you were saying. They redid the entire game for DS and then never released it. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because uh, nobody wanted to uh, publish it. Oh, no. That's unfortunate, but at least it's cool that there's still ways to play these games and that they've been localized. And yeah. that's, that's like a testament to like how like visual novel games can age well if mm-hmm. they're written well. Like you just need yeah. to like have like some minor graphical improvements, quality of life improvements, and they can just be re-released and still and, enjoyed. And I didn't know I I'd enjoy it. I, I thought it was gonna be a struggle to go through it, as mm-hmm. going through it as like a fan of the world. And I was just like, okay, I'll I'll play them. But it's pretty good. Uh, it's harsh at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like the harder parts are like prequel uh, the pre-case. Is the hardest part because movement is a bit weird to me at okay, first. Okay, like, okay. There's movement. Yeah. In a visual novel game. So it's a, it's like a labyrinth, <laughs> like you know, first person. <laughs> it's yeah. Like it's Grim Fandango. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the first person, uh, 3D. Oh, Mist style. Uh, or like uh, Etrian Odyssey, yeah. Fantasy Star. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it has that. So that's why it gets confusing at times. Mm. Um. It's a visual novel, so don't hesitate to use a guide when mm. you're stuck. I was stuck, there's, yeah, I there's was stuck not, yeah. twice, and it was just like, I forgot to read a thing mm. to advance the story. Yeah, I feel stupid when that happens. And when I have to, to watch not, a guide, it kind of dampers my experience yeah. when I do that in a visual novel. But it has no, to come naturally. There's no investigation. Ah, okay. Even though it's crime-related. Mm-hmm. Like, the investigation happens in text. Yeah, like so the game does like, the investigation yeah, in the, yeah, in the yeah. story by itself. You don't feel dumb, like, oh, I forgot to click on this and it was the murder weapon or something. There's none of that. Okay. Yeah. Which was the case for Phoenix, right? All the time. Yeah, you don't get things wrong. Basically, you just need to figure out what's next. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. get behind that. Yeah, well, that's, that's, I don't want, yeah. like, anything I would say about the, the characters or story or it's all spoiler, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I read a little. I just read a little bit too much on Wikipedia, and oof, I really shouldn't. Have. <laughs> okay, okay, I didn't, but uh, I actually I got the silver case from the library. Like it's it's in my pile of library yeah, games okay, over there. So eventually, it's long. I will give it the time of day. It took me. I I play games either very slow or very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, this. Uh, on how long to beat it says it's 16 hours it took me mm. like 24 25 hours but i was really like just slowly playing reading sometimes taking notes just because mm-hmm. the story gets confusing sometimes pulling up a guide um so yeah it's it's longer than i thought it would be i found it was generous i thought it was going to be like a 10 hour thing okay um yeah, but then I'll play The Witcher and like finish it in seventy hours and have like a hundred percent in it. So in a week, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I know the feeling yeah. sometimes. It's 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 irregular, but some games have like more of that effect on me and others. I'd like to enjoy like at a slower pace. I get that, like you know. So, so I put Final Fantasy IX on the back burner while I was playing that. Really? It's the only thing I played all week. That's totally fine. Yeah. Like, you've yeah, played yeah, it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I get that. 
Um, I want to follow up on a game that I've played this week that is also part of like kind of like news that happened mm-hmm. uh, recently. Well, I, first of all, I've played uh, The Tension by Red Candle. Oh, you played it? The yeah. Tension? Yeah, it's a, it's a Taiwanese studio yeah. that made a game uh, that's like a 2D, 2D horror game. It, it's one of the games, like the, the way I, just, I, I was thinking about it as I played it, I haven't had this feeling since like Silent Hill 2 yeah. and maybe Silent Hill 4 okay. but it's like it's 2D it's it, it shows that room. it's like indie yeah. it's um, yeah 4 was the room and um, uh, Silent Hill 4 the room not the room so good yeah and 2 and 4 yeah wow and it yeah. mixes both it like that studio as indie as it is knows what it's doing from that game they got the horror right. They got the themes right. Uh, it's deeply political. Yes. It's, huh. it's, uh, so it came out last year on the Switch? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I played it on the Switch. I played it okay. in like, two sittings. Uh, I was just sucked in from like second one. You get in, you have like this weird ambiance starting already, and then it just it throws you a curveball, and then you're in this like 2D horror, like nightmare landscape where it just you're figuring stuff out and there's a lot of symbolism going on a la Silent Hill 2. Yeah. And it's, uh, it deals with like, um, it's happening I think in the 70s it's in the Taiwan. 60s. In the 60s. Uh, yeah, it's uh, during like the school revolt, I guess. I haven't played it, I haven't looked at it, but I like... Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I know you, like you've been to Taiwan, you <laughs> yeah. know some of the history. But yeah, so. so okay, it's during yeah. the school revolt. Okay, yeah. It, it feels like it's from that era. It's, 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 um, it's a, like a political and a cultural context that I'm not really familiar with, mm. but it's so well done that I got a sense for how it must have felt to have been a student during that time. Mm. And then you just add like that element of like psychological horror as like you're this, um, I don't even want to spoil it, but you're, you're a student that's navigating through the hallways of their school and they're figuring out what happened to some of the students. And there's like monsters lurking around, and they're all like um, they're inspired by like Chinese and Taiwanese mythology or like Buddhist yeah. mythology. Mm-hmm. But they also they're also stand-ins for what have, might have happened to some of the students uh, from that revolt. Yeah. Wow. And it okay. really like unravels itself as like this this uh, this story that's mired in like. Not mired, but it just it 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 unravels in this like politics at the time and what the student did to other students, and uh, it's 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 really troubling to be honest. So, like there's there, it's not really like there is some graphical violence, but it's yes, it's mostly but like the po- psychological horror. The political stuff is used as a backdrop, or like it's. Oh, there's commentary. There's commentary. No, no, like they it's have not, a stance. They have. They have an okay. opinion. They have an argument. So it's it's no. The Bioshock is toothless. It's exactly. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bad. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh, major yeah. diss. But, okay. No, in comparison, that's, that's, in comparison to detention. Yeah, that's why I have to like use that example. They have a stance. They totally own it. Yeah, that's what I expect out of Taiwanese. <laughs> they have a sense and they own it and I'm just going through the game I'm like oh this is terrible and but you love that game? Detention? yeah absolutely Uh, it's a strong recommendation Uh, 86 on Metacritic too 
Yeah. So so seems like it's a unanimous. That oh yeah, yeah, no, it just it, and it got me interested in learning more about Taiwan's history, like post World War Two history. It's very interesting because and, they yeah. <laughs> they managed to do it, but like there's not even like a hundred lines of text in that game, huh. and they get their point across, and I got like a lot more than the nothing I had before. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, and it's it's. Uh, it's it's like fifteen dollars on a switch. I think it's even yeah, less. I, than I didn't that. even know it was on switch, so I'm gonna get it because yeah. uh, I didn't want to buy it on Steam just because I don't like playing on PC. Yeah, like I I'll do it if I have to, but yeah, <laughs> now, now that I know it's on switch, I'm gonna get it. It was uh, recommended also by uh, us gamer. Okay. Uh, writer there called Kathy Kathy McCarthy. Okay. And uh, it's. I think it was her favorite game of last year. It's well, so this like, uh, <laughs> and this is like in your tops. Oh yeah, this yeah. this so just inserts it. itself yeah. in like that 2018 like discussion we had. If I had have played this game back when it came out, I would have definitely mentioned it in our talk. Oh. Like this, mm. this left an impression on me, and I am like I'm impressed by what this studio has done, and it's it's kind of refreshing and encouraging to see a studio that not just makes like a good game with meager means but also has something to say yeah. and absolutely owns it it's not trying to dance around and it's like you know we've mentioned it before like ubisoft tweetings like see what a real government shutdown looks like yeah, and then it's like no our games are for everybody <laughs> we're not making statements we're just about entertainment yeah, I, I played the Division Two. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh my God, you played? It's, yeah, it's anyway. not. It's not ping ponging between one or the other. It just. It, it, it well, while talking about a video uh, or a studio or a game that has something to say, they released uh, Devotion. Yeah, I started playing that. How? Because um, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a a, a a thing that happened. <laughs> Basically, um, it was it was too political for Steam. And they took it off the what? store. Okay, what? Okay, wait, what, wait, what, hold what, up. What, they took it off the store? Yeah, there's a story here. There's a story here. Um, I started playing the game. Okay. Um, Devotion. Devotion, yeah. That's, I started playing is Devotion. Is it a sequel? Is it something completely It's its different? own game. Okay. okay. Um, just to give the news story. Yeah. Or should I talk about the game first? Uh, start with the game. I'll start with the game. I think like the Red Candle deserves the praise. Because yeah. as soon as I started this, I was like, whoa. This is a departure from the tension. I feel like really um, their budget increased. Their there's talent from that studio. Red Candle just like in a week became one of like the studios I'm mostly like looking forward to, and I'm like, hey, what are, can, I, yeah. can, can I can I be a fan now? Yeah, like, am I? Am I a fan? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I think it's their third in? game too, and the other one was like, or is it their second game? I think it's their second game, okay, or maybe so they like might have had a game before, but they might have been yeah. called different, or it might have not been translated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Devotion, uh, just already a departure from Detention, it's first person. Uh, it's, it's It starts in the 80s in Taiwan. So 20 years later. Yeah, and it's like the story of this couple that had a daughter. So it's like a, a movie, like a screenwriter that's dating this like superstar. And uh, the second it starts, PT vibes. Mm. Instantly. Oh, okay, oh, no. I see. And, <laughs> and they didn't do it, like, they didn't, like, they didn't try to do carbon copy. You know how, like, people were saying Resident Evil 7, yeah. like, 
learned from PT or copied from it. Yeah. I don't even think so. I never felt as like uneasy in Resident Evil 7 as I did in PT. Yeah. This, like in like the few hours I've played of it, just went beyond Resident Evil 7 in terms of like scare potential or scare. T- like I jumped from my seat at moments. Oh no. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. jump scares. I have such a hard it's, time it's, with it. It's, 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 it's more than jump scares. It's also atmosphere. And basically you go through this, this family's story from the 80s all the way up to I don't know where, when yet. And you know how in PT you kind of go through the same apartment Absolutely. And there's like different elements and oh, it just gets crazier and crazier. Time advances. Oh, wow. That's that's, that's so the gimmick. Cool. That's the gimmick. You start in the 80s and then it's like when they first moved to that place and you see how it was set up and where the TV was set and it's a little bit different. And then you go through a loop and then it'll be like 1986. Their daughter is born. There's a new room. There's a bunch of stuff. And there's a little bit of puzzles. It's not really as there's a puzzle heavy as the tension. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Okay. It's and it's all atmosphere. Uh, it's tense. It's the sounds. It's 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 like it's just being in that environment where you feel like there's something wrong here. Huh. It's um, it's that buzzing noise in that one side of your ear that's constantly telling you like you shouldn't be here or like yeah. the. the Shit's gonna hit the fan or something, and it just keeps that tension, and it plays well. It looks great. Um, that's what I have for the game so far, and it's. I think it's been getting great reviews as well. A lot of people have been playing it and haven't been saying anything about it. Like I've already told, probably more than what you should know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I'm thinking, like, as soon as like we're done recording, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna go back to it, and like yeah. I'm probably gonna finish it like today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Red Candle is impressive. Just the jump in in quality from the tension to devotion. In like a year. In a year, even yeah. less. Yeah. And uh, just the talent and the, the, the with what like how they do their game. I'm like, great. Uh, yeah, now the, the story. story. Yeah, <laughs> the story for <laughs> devotion. Um, what happened is that it came out. Then it got review bombed on steam from a certain area in the world yeah yeah. Uh uh, well to be specific like it got review bombed um by uh mostly like i guess like people from china or like chinese team users yeah oh i heard about that yes oh my yes go ahead there's a reason for that yeah uh, it was what the reason for it is that basically somewhere in the game, there is a poster that says uh, Xi Jinping, <laughs> which is the current like president of uh, China, that com- that says Xi Jinping. Uh, <laughs> we need a poo moron. Yeah, that's what's on the poster. And there's a history of the president of Chi- the president of China. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Chinese president mm-hmm. really dislikes Winnie the Pooh because he's been constantly compared <laughs> to Winnie the Pooh. Apparently, he looks like Winnie the Pooh to some <laughs> like people who like to make fun of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's uh, just been, yeah, and like, like Napoleon the, the, things. Yeah. yeah, just like it's it's kind of like churlish from him. Like he really hates 
that comparison because maybe he feels like it's true or I don't I don't know I'm not, no there's I'm, a bunch of yeah. stuff that's been banned uh, uh, Christopher Robin movie was yeah. banned in China because it stars Winnie the Pooh the, the Winnie the Pooh what are you shitting me no no I did not know that what Kingdom the fuck Hearts 3 doesn't have the Winnie the Pooh chapter slash yeah. game in Chinese release because Winnie the Pooh uh, uh, which is fine because it's like a <laughs> it's a side quest no it's not fine I'm kidding but like it's, no, it's, it's, it's kind of oh you're stuck here for a while let's do mini games almost like they knew so well, yeah that's what I was yeah, thinking yeah. it sounds <laughs> like they made it disposable <laughs> it's as if like you know if you want to piss off the Chinese president just mention Winnie the Pooh holy like shit it's like he's got small hands or something yeah yeah it's it's nearly like it's that yeah or yeah, like you got less people in your inauguration <gasps> no don't talk about that <laughs> yeah but there's a precarious thing because um He's uh, he's trying to to make uh, his term infinite mm. right now, so it kind of already is. Hmm? Kind of already is well, it's a it's a decade, which is like two years is longer than the U.S. and Canada. So yeah, but um, he's trying to make it infinite. Uh, he's like wa- wanting to remove laws uh, that every ten years it, it has to change. Yeah, basically. <laughs> He's, he's trying to be a Putin of China. And um, it's the, the history of China isn't that... Uh, well, the recent history, like, you know, it's... Well, it's, especially... The 10 years hasn't been going on for so long. It's been going on for, for, for like, six yeah. or less. But especially China and Taiwan. Oh, so, yeah. The, <laughs> and Red Candle being a Taiwanese studio yeah. got flack yeah. from, like, the review bombs... Uh, and then the the studio came out with a statement that it says, "Oh, well, we're gonna remove our game from stores. It's it, it's not possible to buy that game yeah. anymore because of that because they felt like there's elements that they have to review or uh, like um, just correct in their game. Like they, they they came out with like a pretty after being after being review bombed and bo- yeah banned from Steam." as yeah. well there's way worse games on steam to be honest yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which which i'm surprised because steam completely took a, a different stance recently saying that if they take out any of games that doesn't have any you know uh, illegal stuff in it it's censorship yeah but it, like you know if you got the biggest country in the world uh, telling you to shut one specific small indie company yeah, off yeah you're gonna okay. do it Power dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope they Even came out with a statement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's 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 part of it. But yeah, I feel like the studio came out with a statement that's very um, like generic in its explanation for why they removed the game. But I'm pretty sure there's more going on. But who knows? Yeah. But I can tell you that uh, you know, as uh, Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park. Life finds a way. Finds a way. Yes. <laughs> Play that game. Yeah. Which you should. Yeah. It made so such a me. huff that even Taiwan's vice premier Chen Chi Mai, mm-hmm. he spoke about it in its yeah. defense. <laughs> he said, only in countries with democracy and freedom can creation be free from restrictions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a very powerful statement. I just learned this now. Yeah. <laughs> So just a, a little bit of, uh, of background here. Um, Taiwan has like two different types of governments that mm. juggle. And it's one that's very um, pro-China 
mm-hmm. because yeah. it's built from people who uh, fled uh, the communist regime yeah. back in the days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just a bunch of pirates who went to this island and started a government. Mm-hmm. And then um, they were very unpopular after the student riots in the 60s. And um, basically democracy happened. Mm-hmm. But just like because they were forced in like otherwise they, they might have been killed or something. Yeah. So democracy Probably. happens. So there's a second party and it's the Democratic Party, which mm-hmm. is now in power. And you've seen their stance and um, they're very uh, democratic, socialist, yeah, yeah. Yeah. not socialist because yeah, that's a bit. That's one step too far for them. Yeah. But they're like the same. They're strong opponents to the yeah. Chinese government. Yeah. That's, that's they, they have a bit like a bit of separatist uh, people in there. But there's mm-hmm. an, there's like multiple separatist parties that actually have separatist stances. And to 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 go quickly over it, basically, it's it's like its own country. It's oh, uh, yeah. it's got its own economy. It's got its own money. It's got its own government. It's yeah. got its own everything. But it's right next to uh, a country that wants to invade it every day. Yeah. And um, that is... It's well, that, biggest, it's a country that believes that it's part of it. Yeah. Like it, it's <laughs> it just believes that it's part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, like the, the same way they erase Tibet, mm-hmm. they want to eventually erase Taiwan. So, um, but, but democracy happens. So you have like these big movements. And... Um, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with this. <laughs> no, well, it just it's, 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 it's background info yeah. that's important um, to consider. Cons- like just looking at these news, there yeah. is history and politics like yeah. behind the reason for like the relationship between like the China and Taiwan and yeah. definitely Red Candle Studio being Taiwanese. Yeah. Like that does affect how they can release games, what their games yeah. can be about and how accessible uh like how they can reach yeah people but like basically like chinese china is its biggest like trade uh friend kind of is everyone's because yeah but like they're right next to it and the other ones are like japan and stuff and they Mm -hmm. taiwan through its history has been invaded by everybody Mm -hmm. so they're kind of like like not friendly with any oh other, yeah because like, well, consider yeah. but basically uh, maybe so it's always it's become its own like uh, people for sure mm-hmm. uh, over the last 70 years and, and like democracy like strived like mm-hmm. you go I, I've been and basically yeah. But like not that doesn't make me an expert or anything. No, no, no. But like, it's just like, <laughs> more than any of us. Like felt, even just through miasma, like just yeah. being there. Like you yeah, probably it felt seen it felt very yeah. like democratic. It felt like Canada. Everybody's very educated. Mm-hmm. Um, it it it's it's like a country that that is in the modern kind of like Americanized world. Yeah, like it's a developed country. Yeah, yeah. Like and basically every yeah. like. Every time the, 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 the more conservative party wins, because it, it's just a back and forth, they like kind of take, like give more to China every time. And eight, eight I think, years ago, um, the, uh, the housing market was opened to Chinese investors. Mm-hmm. And it's ruined the country basically. Shit. Yeah. Really. <laughs> okay. The, the middle class yeah, so. is dying out. Oh. So like it's like a fast-paced version of of the U.S. 
mm. in Canada for that problem, like the middle class problem. Yeah. So it's just dying out very quickly. Like uh, people are unable to, to to buy homes anymore, and it's like it's like a Vancouver situation, but to a whole country. <laughs> okay, I see. Acceleration is um... eight years. <laughs> Oof. Uh, so yeah. like, uh, yeah, the people aren't really happy with uh, the uh, the idea of like an overruling China, less and less, and for good reason. So there's gonna be like political statements. Everybody's aware or woke to the situation but and like that like you know what Canada's partially responsible because oh yeah, they're yeah. the ones who invented Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh was written by a Canadian author so yeah, he created well, there you go that's, that's it's the all link. tied up that's the link <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in the middle of all of this <laughs> silent <laughs> yeah so he, they created the new uh Deng or Mao or you know hmm. so thank you Canada <laughs> thank you Canada blame Canada oh, to quote Aww. hashtag cancel South Park <laughs> still relevant today I watched a recent episode and it was we, we mentioned like uh, to go back to games we yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. like uh, a horror mood game mm-hmm. and um, there's on the e- Nintendo eShop right now there is a game called uh, Yumeniki a Dream Diary. Mm. And my recommendation is to not get it. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a free game on PC. So that's... So, basically, Yumeniki was made, I think, at least 10 to 13 years ago mm. um, by an unknown it's sure it's developer. Older. It's pretty sure it's It's older. around the Cave Story era, so I okay. can't remember. Okay. Maybe, maybe, yeah, it's it might be older. Um, so it, it was... Um, was made by an unknown developer, yeah, and uh, it's uh, informed and uh, influenced Undertale and things like that. Lisa, Lisa, oh um, yes, all the games that are mm-hmm. like Earthbound slash horror. Earthbounders, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Lisa the painful, um, Lisa the joyful. This one though, it isn't uh, isn't influenced at all by Earthbound. It's its own thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I wouldn't compare it at all. But basically, uh, it was made by this unknown developer. It's it's always been free online. People have modded it. It's just it's before the indie craze. Yeah, uh, people weren't even selling their games. It's, I think it's like an RPG maker well. game. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's, it's um, it became so popular in Japan that um, a like you can buy merchandise of it mm. um, in in various uh, stores of like used game stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a manga slash dojinshi it's all unofficial but the unknown developer sold the rights or maybe they just never spoke up and yeah, yeah. Kodansha took over okay the, they ju- uh, yeah they just, they just yeah they maybe just they pat- bought it yeah. I, like it's unknown they got the license the pattern somehow yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always fuck it up though as soon as they take over so <laughs> yeah so they they remade the game and uh, that's Yumeniki Dream Diary that's on Switch but it's like a first-person 3D game version of it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's not the same game at all. Yeah. It's like tr- it's kind of it's kind of like another fan game, mm. and they're selling to it to you for like twenty-five or twenty-seven bucks. That's so, weird. Yeah, I saw it on the store for twenty-five dollars. I'm like, wait, that's a free game. Yeah. And so like that's... exactly. So my recommendation is, if you're interested, get the free game online. Find it. <laughs> Um, I before Kodansha probably like erases it from uh, oh history yeah 
um, I, it doesn't look good, the, this new game, because it's an RPG Maker thing. And um, to, to, to explain what the game is, it's this hikikomori, uh, which is a person that doesn't uh, get out of their... Like a shut-in. Yeah, it's a shut-in. Yeah. Not employ the education uh, yeah. neat, a neat, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, you play as her, and you go through these dream worlds. Mm. It's kind of like the first walking simulator. Mm. Um you it's it's all puzzle it's all mazes mm-hmm. uh there's no indication of what you need to do i played this game in two days when i was in tokyo um like it took me to like it, it was like rain period uh and i got i had nothing to do and i had no internet and blah 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 so i just played through it and i needed a guide because it explains nothing it looks very confusing indeed um it's very good though. It's got Great. this mood, and it has a story in the a very hidden story as to why this person is a shut-in. Um, enough that like they made it, it's all fan theory, but enough that it, mm. they made like a manga out of it. So um, yeah, it it I think it's imp- kind of important to play this game uh, historically if you yeah. care about like the history of like indie games and like because i played cave story around the same time for that reason yeah i wouldn't say that it's a good game but you might you might get into it you might love it like i love it to me it's like a cult classic yeah what what i get from like the 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 culture or like the the yeah the culture around it is that it might not be like an incredible game in terms in terms of like its gameplay or anything, but it is definitely an important game for what it means for like game history and yeah. the games it influenced. And a lot of people yeah. that were like teenagers playing this, like related to 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 that character and that story mm-hmm. and like the darkness that that you have inside and whatnot and mm-hmm. being shut in. And there weren't any other games around like that at yeah. the time. Like uh, even indie games took a while before they became like more open to different subjects than killing shit yeah so um be better still but yeah (laughs) there's always yeah but um yeah i'd say play play it not on the the e-shop um (laughs) i I think it's weird that they they pull a classic and that's free that's always been free and like sell a different version of it to you with no context (laughs) for like a hefty price yeah that's like 25 dollars and it doesn't look good get the tension instead yeah, <laughs> yeah, get the tension. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I need to like, uh, ha- like talk about it to make sure that like nobody buys the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, maybe if you're interested after playing the original, yeah. Um, I hear people have good. People aren't slamming the game or anything. But just as just, a comparison, like to see how. Yeah, like I would never play this first. Okay. Yeah. I see. According to everything that you said and everything that I just looked up now, it looks like it's it would be better to buy an art book or to watch a playthrough instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. If, yeah, if, if you're if it's too mm-hmm. mazy for you, but I feel like a walkthrough wouldn't explain it because it's a very mood game. Yeah, you need the mood. And yeah, like uh, you kind of as you figure the story. Well, you figure the story out by visual clues only. So I don't know that you would figure them out in a 
playthrough that you'd watch. It's all theme, like it's yeah. not. There's no plot. There's no dialogue. No. Okay. Yeah. But like, there's like uh, there's events from her past and things like that, mm-hmm. and uh, it goes in very like Twin Peaks season three. Okay. Territory with its confusion oh. <laughs> and themes. So like. You're not gonna figure it out just by watching it uh, online. You have to like, you have to stop in an area and go like, oh, what's this mean? What's this mean? Yeah. Yeah. Disclaimer: We love Twin Peaks season three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love that yeah. that vague uh, philosophical uh, uh, society commentary. Yes. <laughs> we love Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, so it's an easy comparison and it's not necessarily accurate but for the the idea that like the visual will inform you better than like you have to play it basically okay. yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think watching it is a good idea huh. so that's that's the staple of like a, a timeless game sometimes it's like you you need at least to put your hands on it like yeah and just it's a different it. experience yeah. to watch Celeste than play it like playing Celeste will teach you about video games. Mm-hmm. Watching it, it was just very cool. <laughs> well, it's like watching it's very cool. Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah. Well, Celeste, the, the gameplay is absolutely super tight. So yeah. you're missing out on on a lot. Yeah. It's like Super Meat Boy, <laughs> but uh, absolutely refined. Mm. If I say so myself. Anything else you want to? Uh, mention uh that you did last week mr pierre uh i started watching tidying up oh, Marie uh, Kondo. Marie Kondo. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it shows how women do everything in the household it's insane like every couple or person that they they have over you see how the problem is the husband <laughs> like the responsibilities like how they're not shared yeah and uh. like that's that's a common very important problem that we're all like that we're aware of here mm-hmm. but um yeah you really see it and it's not it's not intentional at all <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh but it, it's it's really good if you don't know uh maria kondo she did uh a, she wrote a book called um the life-changing magic of tidying up another one called spark joy but basically she was a person in japan who was hired to help people uh, tidy up and she got too many clients got too popular Mm. and decided to like write a book about it to like help other people that because she had too many clients yeah and um it's just uh the idea that you need to to uh declutter declutter tidy up and uh like be aware of everything that you own Mm -hmm. and uh obviously there's like a method through through it all um and it's it's very good. I'd, hmm. I'd uh, suggest watching it if you're not into reading like self help books. There's a manga version. Okay. It's, what really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. So like visuals help because mm. it, it basically goes through uh, five things, which I will try to repeat. But basically, okay. um, it's clothes, 
and then no I can't remember them <laughs> <laughs> nice try yeah but, but um, it goes through like all, all of your items in a very specific way thematically and the idea is that you go through all of your stuff hmm. like the clothes part of it starts with you take everything out you put it in a pile and then you um, triage you, like, yeah, yeah. You, you go like does this thing spark joy inside me that's the the, the, the keyword like the the, the the line the brand yeah that's the brand and uh, <laughs> kudos to that translator who, who made spark joy because I don't know what it's called in Japanese but clearly it's not spark joy probably not yeah but uh, yeah um, the idea is that you look at this thing and you go like does this thing make me happy or not mm-hmm. or and why and like um, and to be able to to let go of things like um, mm. your personality yeah. isn't informed by your items basically uh, like you you you've created your personality through through your items but you haven't like there's more to yeah your personality is more than the things that you own or yeah like it's yeah material culture doesn't matter that much and like in in japan where there's no space <laughs> if yeah it's, that it's, makes it's, sense yeah uh, it's it's, very, it's uh, yeah it's survival at that point but it's really just, interesting yeah. to see like all these people um from like Hollywood or whatever. Okay. <laughs> like there's there's different uh, families and family types, but there's a bunch of rich people in there. Okay. And to see them like cope with that uh, and see is like th- there's a lot of. Well, like, you need to own a bunch of shit yeah, to need exactly. to tidy up exactly. in the first place. Like if you don't have much. Like, and if you can well, get beyond like the racism that like so like because mm-hmm. there's a there's people who misunderstand her. Okay. She's like this tiny Japanese lady. Okay. And they go like, oh, it's cute. And she like, she she does like um, things like thanking the items when uh, when you let them go yeah. and things like that. Very Shinto. And, but that's the thing. Like yeah. people just go, oh, it's like Asian magic or whatever. Like there's like this racism thing. <laughs> oh, okay. That like some people don't Tokenism? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This token, yeah. But like this happens even with the people in the episodes. Okay. S- slightly. The the, uh, the episodes are still very interesting. Uh, I suggest watching it just to see how people cope. There's a one episode about a person where like a person passed, oh. and you, they need to get like I see. Rid of yeah. So it's yeah. it's really yeah. interesting for that. It's um, part of like the letting go process. Like, yeah, because yeah. but the but the whole thing is about letting go of certain things and also like owning your adulthood. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think it's 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 good to watch. Right. I think I'm the target audience. <laughs> I, I could I could use tidying up and organizing my ducks in a row. <laughs> yeah. It's also the first thing that I've uh, method. Of course, she's selling a book, but it's the first method that um, it, it isn't making you buy stuff to make your house tidier. Like mm. there's no product behind it. It's more. It's just philosophy more than anything. It's, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, that's. That's good because that's true. That's not something we see often, but I feel there's, I feel like there's a lot of that, like self care, self help, like philosophies that are shared through like TV shows and stuff. Yeah. Well, we need yeah. it with the current government, right? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah so like, it's like birthed into like what we need. Right yeah, now. yeah. I do feel like there's there's an element of like just letting go of material belongings. Yeah in a world that's like being like turning into an ecological disaster but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, oh, it does factor uh, in yeah. like you can't you can try to ignore it but uh fuck you i guess yeah 
<laughs> so that's a good show to watch. It's only eight episodes. It's eight different scenarios, families. Mm. Um, I've watched one a week so far, but uh, I got back into it recently. Mm-hmm. So, cool yeah. burn. cool, good. Um, but that's that was my week. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. So I'll tell you a little bit about mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. All right. I was. Uh, I'm. I'm still continuing. My revival of VR chat. I'm still yeah. socializing, still networking, still working on the character that I portray. Uh, there's this streamer that did a Q&A on me of the character that I play and everything. It was very flattering. I started to get requests from his fans to appear in discords and oh, to interact with others and, and whatnot. The character in another... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I started networking and, and really kind nice. of inserting myself into videos yeah, and, and whatnot. Like, yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. really nice. It's 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 a whole new world for me because I I, I haven't. I always wanted to dive in within uh, all that networking, the Twitch and and knowing people to know people and everything and and I finally got something that um, I I think is 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 gonna work. And uh, honestly, I because of that alone, I finally decided to upgrade my computer to change my whole thing. I upgraded just my video card, but the, the, that wasn't it. My bottleneck was so bad that, you know, it's, it's really, 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 really hard to navigate around the world or to lower the level or to... It's 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 not optimal. So I, I, I shelled out, uh, I shelled out the money necessary to change the whole thing. It's going to be three times quicker. I'm getting it in three days. So next podcast, I'm going to be, I'm going to have um, a real ass computer. Nice. And I'm going to start streaming some VR chat. And um, I'm, I'm going to see how it is to, to be part of the social networking and everything. I streamed uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, nice. A few days ago, and that was way more viewers than I expected. Nice. Uh, seems like people are, are, are want to hear me play this game, which is silly. It's just a mobile game, right? How do you stream your phone? Like, uh, I don't know anything about it, but yeah, I use a screen capture. Okay. Um, that's str- that streams by FTP, I believe, <laughs> and I connected to OBS okay. with a plugin, okay. uh, like a browser plugin. It's it's really convoluted. It sounds absurd, but it's uh, it works. But it's uh, not like it's. Not, I was wondering if it was like just the camera of you like playing. Oh no no! <laughs> so it's the direct phone. Yeah, no. So it's quality. Like you, you get the screen. Yeah. Entirely, and you hear you hear you play basically. Yeah yeah. I have to put the sound in the microphone with the with the phone, but still, you know, okay. the main yeah. trait yeah. is hear me bitch about the characters and whatever and yeah, following yeah. the meta yeah. and going like this character just came out he's really interesting because he's armored and blah 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 you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool and they speak with the people there so I, I, I really try my best to, to, to be a public figure now I mean I, I, I'm not famous or anything you know I'm just starting out but it's it's really a new world because you know just a little background info I used to be a hundred percent introverted so yeah. Yeah. this is kind of making me practice to go into that transition. Yeah, now I consider good, myself yeah. to be an extrovert mm. and it's really helping me expressing myself, not hesitating while I talk. Of course, this podcast wouldn't, wouldn't have been as uh, chunky or interesting if I would have been quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, yeah, it's it's really helping me also at my job. Uh, yeah. I, I still train people and I explain things and I document things and and I it's it's really a good time. Um, I've had my share of drama also. People, when you start networking, people start to uh, talk behind your back if you do something that they don't like. Yeah. But it just yeah. shows that, you know... That's, it's like uh, the more visible you are, the more criticism. Yeah, exactly. The more get. public yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it, it, comes, it, it comes with the territory, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, it's cool that it like it helps you gain confidence and everything. I think yeah, that's it's, it's yeah. hard to not care about uh, like the like people throwing shade yeah <laughs> oh yeah and i got that and that happened yeah, yeah. barely three days ago oh my god <laughs> but you don't care yeah or you cared yeah. and like you the thing is i was close to this person yeah. i i won't know name this person yeah. but uh this person is considerably popular on mm. twitch so i i don't mm. want to put you know like yeah people on their side or my yeah, side yeah. or whatnot you know that would be immature of me mm -hmm. yeah but you know it's just yeah, yeah. a shame i can't interact with this person normally anymore yeah that's unfortunate the, I, I, i think the important thing is just do your thing though like there's people who, who like cause beefs or yeah like there's no time for you to yeah yeah you don't need to yeah they're not yeah. looking for feuds exactly Everyone, that's the like, thing everyone's here to say what's on their mind and just like you know have discussions be mature about it it's mm -hmm. all good we're all good i also yeah. um watched <laughs> i also watched a lot of footage and a lot of reviews of anthem because i'll never buy it oh. and it convinced that i will never buy it either yeah. um it's a beautiful game Yeah, the, well, the uh, sorry to interrupt you. Just the more like, because I don't have much to say about it, but the more I've watched, the more I like. Like I like it. Like <laughs> not the game, just it looks so good. Well, I, I have. It looks bad to play. It doesn't look yeah. fun, but it's so impressive. It's it it's, is. It's yeah. uh, it's the Fallout seventy six effect where it's like, I'm not, I'm not here for the game. I'm here to see like a train wreck. You know, yeah, like yeah. a trash fire is kind of like. Yeah, yeah, hypnotizing. Yeah, and it's just l looking at it. That's that's how I feel about the game. Is like the conversation around it is like way more interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm, it is than, apparently than the game itself. But I think yeah. that's a shared sentiment. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really not. Yeah, like, yeah, it's more interesting than the game. The story <laughs> behind. It, I feel like it's the uh, it, it's near the end of Bioware. Like I don't want to like, nail the last uh, nail. They're only coffin, human, but after all, yeah, that's, <laughs> the, 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 like it's just EA, man. I th it's an EA effect. They uh, as soon as they buy a studio, uh, they're not competitors anymore, so they're more free with their investors and whatnot. And then they they just take a game and they 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 shit on it. They 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 try to convert to this games as a service kind of catalog. They re they release something that's not quite complete, and then they yeah. just add it later I, on. I'm fine with this practice for FIFA. Mm. I'm fine with this practice for NHL. And maybe maybe they could do that with a shooter or something. Mm -hmm. The idea that they buy studios and kill them over and over, they don't care about 
the actual gaming culture, right? They're there for the the, the normie that's gonna. They want the the next Call of Duty or the next Destiny or their sports game, and that's it. More money. Yeah, yeah, so, more money. Which is which is like <laughs> less people, more money. I I'm totally fine with that. Like I, we hmm. live in that shitty oh, capitalist they're a, they're, society. They're, they're a business. Yeah, they're, yeah. but but the first, idea, <laughs> but like if you care about video games. You should not be working for them. You should not be endorsing. Like it's like I, I I love me a sport game, and I'm gonna get like Apex. It comes from EA as well, kind of. Kind of. Like uh, at the sort game, of a black sheep though. The next Apex Star Wars is... game I'm gonna play for sure. Respawn. But yeah, but respawns next, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like eventually, oh, man. the thing is, my heart goes out to like developers because I feel there's talent. Yeah, there's talent there. There's it just it's so big. It's it's a, it's like a Goliath metaphor. Like it's so big, it can't even see itself. And sometimes it just. And I feel bad, like saying that that, that yeah. type of stuff. Like, oh, you shouldn't be working there, and you shouldn't like endorse their products. Uh, like I just bought Sekiro and it's gonna have the big Activision logo on oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh boy. And yeah. it's just like, what the fuck mm. am I doing? But, like I like video games yeah. and like you want to support. But, like but you want to support the people. Like, yeah. Uh, they're they're so big. Yeah. That, like. Well, I feel there's there's information like, lost there. There's mismanagement happening at multiple levels, and yeah. it's hard to track and it's hard to keep track and just like improve on what didn't work because when it's that big like how how do you make it work you stick to like formulas you stick to your fifas I feel like you stick you, to your sports games because that you got down but for the rest i feel like there's experimentation but it just <clears throat> ideas and money and everything is thrown in all directions and then it doesn't work and it's like where do we start from like how do we resolve this yeah i don't think that they have an, a good idea of how to resolve it I mean, as soon as uh, the the game released, they they released a sort of timeline mm -hmm. because yeah. it's an ongoing thing. You know, chapter yeah. one is released at, at release. Chapter two is later on. Chapter Could three, just to say like, yeah. yeah, it's like I promise it's gonna be like No Man's Sky. It's not so it's no it's no good right now, but it's gonna turn around, which is possible. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that that should be a practice for gaming. No, yeah. it shouldn't. They they should release a, a real tangible product it's and the, then. Add something that doesn't have to be part of the it's experience the world of afterwards. Thing. Like it changed the world of gaming, basically, like uh, the ongoing experience and how good it is now, but versus how. But you apply that to fucking Bioware? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I know <laughs> Bioware was absolutely yeah. the contrary. It was a complete experience. The, the story the seemed no. finished at the end each yeah. time. How do you fuck up SimCity? <laughs> You limit the size of the cities. You yeah, make it always sewage, online. Though. They had sewage in that game. No, but they killed, they, <laughs> they killed that studio as well. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. Just, I it's, know. it's incredible because you could the, 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 the people that hacked the new SimCity had a better experience than the people <laughs> that bought it because they changed one line in the programming to make it offline. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's a common story. Like, we we trust like the developers yeah. themselves and like yeah. the, the smaller studios that are bought by EA, like Bioware. Mm -hmm. But like fool me once, twice, thrice. Like it's like 
It's like 15 studios have been closed at this point. Yeah, well, I feel just expectations and ambitions need to be in tune with what, like, your developer staff, like, what you, what the team can do and accomplish. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know how much management trusts their developers or how just, much they their developers stick. have, like, an influence on mm. management decision. I have no idea how it's working internally, yeah. but I feel like it's so big and bloated yeah. that there's just it, it's not working on multiple levels and no one really knows how it, how it's why it has it's to be not working. it has to yeah. be that like a smaller like a bioware is a client of ea mm-hmm. even though they're owned by ea and they go you have to sell this much you have the you have to get this score you have to do this and the That's investors are expecting does. this like with naughty dog with quantic dream with like uh, Insomniac. Yeah, yeah but like, I, I, like they, for once Sony is doing something right. <laughs> well, it's just the, I feel like there's a level there's of a like a, there's yeah there's a distance where there's a level of trust where or it's a publisher. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll finance your thing. We want it in certain ways, but we trust your expertise. To, it's like Roma, yeah. you know, with Netflix, they just gave him a ton of money, mm-hmm. and just like make the thing that you're good at. Yeah, rather Apex, than... But, but yeah. they did that with Apex, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. From what I've heard, and I know it's, I might get the information wrong, it might be rumors, but Respawn was left on its own. And, I, like, the people yeah. at EA thought that it's like, oh, it's not really going to be a thing. It's not really going to pick up. They and didn't so market it that much, right? They yeah, no and apparently they might have released it even a month early because some elements of that game, like character models, look unfinished. Yeah. Uh, like uh, the, the the ghost girl's face and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, and there's like there's different hints that they weren't completely done with the game, but Respawn kind of knew it would happen. Mm. Like huh. they expected, it and they just worked on their own and just like made like worked their hardest and their best to have like an actual decent game I whenever guess. it was going to release. And uh, to everyone's surprise, I find it amazing that it's free. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a model of of good gameplay, uh, priority over the graphics. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far they are from um, the EA studios because the thing is with Bioware, they're right next to like mm. the Frostbite people and other like they're they're in the same building, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that probably changes the culture. Like yeah. if you look at Halo uh, with Microsoft, mm-hmm. they weren't in the same buildings. And yeah, but I feel it's not just like physical location, but just like in terms of like power structure. Yeah, exactly. How much yeah. like uh, leeway they have or like how much freedom they have to work on ideas or do they get everything from top to bottom? Wouldn't it be amazing if it turns out that Apex Legends would make more money than Anthem? Wouldn't that be a statement to them? Wouldn't that be a slap in the face? I wouldn't be surprised if it already did. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, well, then again, with the vague release dates and being having to having to be part of that whole conversation, you need to buy it. You know, there's there's a whole different thing of, well, if you bought it, they made their money. Mm-hmm. They they might make their target just because. You wanted pre-order. to be part of the conversation yeah, because yeah. of pre-order culture, because mm-hmm. of you wanted to have the release date 10, 10 days before the actual release, which was absurd. There were three different release yeah, dates. I think that that played into like its reception because right now, or like in the past week, I read news that it sold half as much as Andromeda, yeah. as Mass Effect Andromeda, and they expected it to do way better. 
yeah than that so anthem on a financial level or sales level it's not doing really well i think hmm. yeah but now they're they've already moved beyond that to like oh it's gonna sell eventually with the updates yeah it's it's Oof. it's it's gonna have like it's final fantasy 14 realm reborn kind of yeah uh, yeah, I really hope they're gonna go like, Destiny yeah, this one's the right one, because yeah. yeah. fourteen keeps being okay. By mm. the way, ever since they're 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 yeah. remodeling, it's super popular. Yeah. It's super super with the crossovers and everything. They did it right this yeah, time. Yeah, I think Anthem could be that. It just mm-hmm. it's not there yet. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. other than that, I have tried Tetris ninety nine. Like mm-hmm. I said, I am a Tetris fiend. Um, and I have very high standards for Tetris games. I have played over, I would say, 20 different variations of Tetris. Mm. The last time that I was thrilled was Tetris DS. Uh, that was great to bring up cons and everything. There were, there were good multiplayer. That was single cartridge. The download play was amazing. Uh, there's two games that I used download play in. It was Mario Kart and, and Tetris. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no, it's Mario worth Kart, yeah. having a DS just for that alone. Um, yeah, you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm going on a tangent here. I'll make it very short. But you sure. got me to buy a DS. Do you remember? <laughs> really? Do you remember that we were we were at like a friend's place, and you had uh, Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright, the first one. Oh, I'm the one that inspired you because yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, and you lent it to me, and I played through the first two chapters of that game that one night. I didn't oh, care wow. what was happening. I was like, <laughs> whoa, this is awesome. This is Capcom, like, art, yeah. and it's like lawyer action. Music was picking up. Like, <laughs> <"Pff-> so good. This is like some high octane lawyer shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, and that weekend I bought a DS and I played that game and uh, I don't regret it. Thanks. Okay. Oh, yeah. you're very welcome. And I'm glad <laughs> it's the best reason ever. I love Phoenix Wright so much. I even cosplay Godot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's no replayability, but I'm still going to buy it. Like, I, I don't think I remember all of the... Yeah, because it's coming out on Switch uh, this month. Yeah, oh, great. yeah, the first three games coming out on Switch on PC as well. On Steam. Because it came out on the Wii, I remember that. Mm. But uh, but they didn't change anything. It was weird. They did the the Mm. dual screen shit. Oh, I didn't. Also, this one is like the 3D version, like the remake? No, it's not 3D. It's 2D art. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I've seen I've seen a trailer for it. It looks nice. Did they integrate the two screens though in the, in the same one, or is it uh, still kind of awkward? I have no idea. From what I've seen, it looked like single screen, but everything fits kind of like they reworked the. Uh, oh, nice the UI, but I might be wrong. I just saw like one trailer on Steam. I might rebuy it then. Uh, <laughs> because uh, maybe. But yeah, uh, I'll definitely. That's pretty much it. That's that's like that's motivation it. number one. Yeah. I want my roommate to play. I yeah. think I'll convince. Yeah. I'll try to convince him. It's not his type of game, but it's certainly the best of the visual novel style. So. I really want to play the one that they haven't released yet. <laughs> the Sherlock oh Holmes one. yeah, Sherlock yes. Holmes. Like, uh, yeah. I bet there's going to be a fan translation. So yeah, there is there are, it's already there. I'm just lazy. They're like Meiji oh, really? Japan or something like post yeah. Meiji. Yeah. Oh, maybe anyway. I have access to yeah. something that could play that. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> but Tetris. But Tetris 99. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's amazing. 
Let me just tell you, I am a big fan. It is very... I would... First of all, I thought I was going to play and I was going to be overwhelmed because I, I haven't been in the Tetris um, swing for a long time because, well, you, you need to play for a long, long time for you to get back at your peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I started playing and first of all, there's no annoying items, okay? Uh, Tetris DS was really fun because it was kind of Mario Karty because you could get really OP items and really fuck up every, <laughs> like someone else's play. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that. It's clean. It's pure fucking skill. If you're not good at Tetris, you will never win at this. Mm-hmm. Ever, ever, ever. There's no... It's no mercy, okay? You could get an eight uh, stack suddenly, okay? You've got to play slightly differently than what you would play normally because you have to wait until somebody attacks you until you actually do a four line, okay? Yeah. But you would play it like that in, like, Street Fighter Puzzle or, you know, these, like... Slightly differently, honestly. Wait at least to not get like murdered. Puyo Puyo. Yes. yes, yes. In Street Fighter and Puyo Puyo, you would wait until you would see an attack incoming before yeah. you would unleash one of them. Uh, it, it's slightly different than playing single player in marathon mode, where you would you would stack up to eight mm. and then get two lines, and then you would you would unleash the two lines in there. As soon as you see an attack, you need to do your four line Mm -hmm. because you might have two or three attacks in a row. It happened to me three attacks in a row. It's still manageable, surprisingly. It doesn't stack up right away. Like if you're attacked by three different people, uh, you have time to retaliate. It's kind of reasonable. I thought it was going to be overwhelming that 100 people are going to attack you and everything. Um, but there's a nice targeting system. You just have to flick your right stick in order to target people who have the most KOs or that are purposely attacking other people or randomly. Yeah. I don't remember the fourth there's option. Like four options. Yeah. Okay, so you select your target. Okay. You kind uh, of. Yeah. You get like, I've heard like it's like badges or something. And yes. Okay. You have the KO badge and then you have like... Yeah, badges is the fourth the option. Most, uh, lines you've done. So if you just do really quickly Tetris's you're gonna have a badge and you're gonna get fucked yeah but, yeah but how, how's the ping system the ping system the thing is uh in apex legends it's amazing the ping system jeez louise <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> do you, do you, did you ever have time to like t-spin or anything i tried I, to t-spin i, I had like difficulties no i feel like because I'm rushing because there's a ton of people fighting against me. Yeah, you have to stack constantly. If you're waiting too much in order to put, you're going to lose instantly. You need to stack it up. You need to not hesitate, which is really fun because you're playing Tetris and you're actually, you feel your breath like tensing up and you listen to the music that's really hype. And when there's less than 10 people, it it changes the music and it's like pumping in your veins, man. You're, you're, you're like, I gotta do this. Yeah. In one of my, uh, I, I did around 10 matches today, and I was number four in one of them. Nice. And I was like, wow, okay, I almost won that one. I screwed up at the end because, um, because of the thing you said last time in the last podcast. Yes, there are drops that you screw up because I do use the equivalent of a pro controller yeah. because I need a bigger D-pad because, well, spoiler, I don't have a left thumb. And I need a bigger D-pad for, mm-hmm. for my controller in order for me to, uh, 
to handle it correctly. Use the Joy-Con, so, yeah. it's garbage. Yeah. yeah, the Joy-Con's D-pad is pretty garbage. Are there uh, any touch functions? Uh, touch functions? Yeah. Yeah. Does it work? Mm, no. Mm, not fast no. enough for for the for the Tetris ninety nine uh, gameplay. I remember not really being able to play like the touch Tetris for iPhone and stuff. Yeah, yeah me too. That well. Honestly, okay. it it works, but you can't go your your it's peak a number speed. Of boxes, yeah, I, right. I see, I see. So you just like you know how many boxes to press right or left for. Mm -hmm. So you, you like touch is not gonna. It's not gonna help. It's not gonna improve. Yeah, I, okay. I think it's bad for the game. In that fact. just shows how much I know about Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll see. Yeah, I I could actually do a tutorial on YouTube on how to get better at Tetris a, and faster. So there's a it bunch nice. of interesting ones on how to like get better for Tetris ninety nine. Oh yeah, because of how like how you send stuff to people, mm. you have to play a bit differently. You've already figured it out, but like if you don't, you you can just check a video online. That's always helpful. Yeah. That's nice. Honestly, with the little bit of time that I played, I already um, built a sort of strategy. In the beginning, I sort of start out slow because I get targeted less, mm -hmm. and then when exactly. there's less than fifty people, I target the people that did the most KOs. That means they did the most four lines. Yeah, and it you means they're the better ones. Okay. Because you're it like so when I was playing at first I was just like going as fast as possible. And then I got like over sixteen lines of like gray just appearing at once because I was probably just killing people off. Yeah, and you didn't even know like yeah. you, you, you I was just like, yeah. I'm gonna play as fast as I can as usual and just like that ruined it for me. Like I, I sucked basically. Because <laughs> you don't survive. Oh. It, you have to play like that when when there's like ten people left. Nice. I want to see uh, I want to see like solitaire battle royale. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hardcore. You like having having your breath like oh ooh, and then have that that effect you know and then Windows solitaire when the when the cards go crazy across the screen and and you go bananas. <laughs> key free battle royale. Oh my god. <laughs> the crossover that never should have. Yeah. <laughs> I, my experience with Tetris 99 is that I really need to get Tetris Effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. I love Tetris Effect, but that's the I, thing. I'm not built for the, the multiplayer of it. I'm too slow. Yeah. I just, I just get like stressed. Like my, mm -hmm. my, my heart is just going to beat really fast. And like after playing four or five games of '99, I'm just like, like sick almost. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you have to play sl small doses. Yeah. I have to stop earlier. I uh, wanted to throw my controller. There's definitely an element of like competition <laughs> where it just like gives you an adrenaline kick, probably, yeah. and you're just like shaking from. Yeah, yeah. The, the Whereas like, I when I play Tetris alone, I'll I'll get to like level ten where it just drops instantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it'll be like I'm in the zone you know it's not yeah. like I'm freaking out like oh <laughs> I gotta kill this dude oh, I gotta where kill did this come from <laughs> fuck fuck I got a hole I gotta manage the hole that I did shit it's not coming up fast enough fuck <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping there's eventually gonna be like a lower price for VR maybe PS5 and then I can get all my VR games like Tetris Effect mm. and just like plow through them yeah, VR's not quite Cause, cause there. It, they all yeah. look really great. Mm -hmm. Like the, the 
there's uh, Res, there's oh, yeah. Res Infinite, Effect, yeah. there's Resident Evil 7, Zone of the Enders Mars, there's Zone of the Enders, like, it's and there's a bunch more like uh, the the robot game that yeah like, and the platformer yeah that got rave reviews mm-hmm. like I, it's not there in terms of like how much you need to pay for it because you need to basically pay for a second PS4 yeah maybe, yes yeah, yeah absolutely it's like a full fully priced console right I hope now. it's integrated next time but. It's not going to happen this year or next year that it's going to be accessible, honestly, because I followed CES and I studied to a T every single uh, VR product that came out. Uh, Now, there's a Fisher, the Oculus and and Vive are trying to do their own thing in their own central hub, which is bad. They should just trust Steam with that because it's its own thing. But um, and Windows Mixed Reality is 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 kind of the Nintendo here, just going like, oh okay, uh, everyone can be Windows Mixed Reality. It's it's kind of the Android of the of the um, of the VR. They they keep doing their own thing, and some of them do their own thing better. Anyway, uh, it's not quite there. They're not making it less costly anytime soon. Unfortunately, they're yeah. just making it a more. Uh, in more platforms like uh, there's going to be oculus and vive that's going to be working with mobile phones and that's the whole wrong focus that they should be focusing on <laughs> like honestly i'm a little discouraged it's 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 accessibility like everybody has a phone yeah that's yeah. the thing everybody like the doesn't way have a gaming is going pc with uh, xbox live mm-hmm. yeah yeah with the game pass and the, yeah the subscription base that's and probably and like Google is doing the streaming thing on browser, mm-hmm. so like that that'll be like the the, the future. The future, yeah, that's what's coming up, I guess. Consoles. What yeah, I we'll wish see, they would yeah. do is to get a really low cost VR headset that doesn't have any bells or whistles that just works. That you buy it, it's probably two wires. Mm-hmm. Uh, very low specs, but you could still play the game. Probably not at the full graphics, mm-hmm. but that would be amazing. Something yeah. that you would <clears throat> buy uh, probably even a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, just more financially accessible. Like it's yeah, yeah. I get that. Just get the people there, then improve on it. Yeah, I mean they, they have it all wrong. <laughs> it's like the, it the technology needs to get there where it's not. Yeah. as expensive to produce so it can be sold at that price and they can still make a profit right now it's it, a niche thing right so mm-hmm. that's that's what they're banking on with their prices i find i, I don't know that mm-hmm. it's just that the technology isn't there yeah i think it's like since it's not popular enough they they're gonna yeah yeah they don't feel it. the need to necessarily have like sales or yeah yeah, like, yeah price reduction i get that oh well i know how they could do it properly Mm-hmm. And I think Sony's going to be the only one that could step up and do that. Okay. PS5, VR bundle, on yeah. launch. Mm-hmm. That would change the whole fucking VR game I on like a dime. Will, honestly, I think they are, they're going to do it. So it's like the, the, the Nintendo gun on the original NES. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Just, just, yeah. That would even be like when they did the wands... I never got them. You know the, mm-hmm. the, the, the ball thing? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the move. PS move. Yeah. yeah. It's discontinued it was, it was too. But like, I'm never going to buy an extra like... I just hope it doesn't turn out into like the, the Kinect on the Xbox One. Oh boy. Where yeah. it was like it was forcibly integrated in every like Xbox One. 
oh, that boy. the prices. But it's a headset, so. I actually yeah. bought a Kinect a few weeks ago and didn't even talk about it in the podcast, but it was terrible. Oh. <laughs> I tried to, the, there's a way in order to do full body tracking in VR using, uh, oh, using yeah. Windows uh, SDKs and everything. Oh. Didn't work for me. No. And I'm a trainer in IT and it didn't fucking work for me. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> it's well. glitchy as fuck. You Is need it? to have really precise um, lighting conditions and uh, uh, distance and everything. I even bought a, a little add-on to zoom in because I have a smaller space than than mm. recommended. Nah, I was shit. I had I returned it. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, mm. fortunate. Fuck Connect. Yeah. <laughs> Connect has been more used in by art projects than by by it's gamers. It's done more interesting things. Yeah, with like uh, yeah. Like Wasted potential. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the Rafael Lozano Hammer exhibit at the, the Museum yeah. of Contemporary Art, and he used like a lot of his work. Just used like the Connect. Yeah, a bunch of people also use the 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 Wii uh, bar. Yeah, Wii yeah. sensor. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. It'd be nice to see a bit of a comeback with that. I think it should be included with the PS5. There's potential. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope so. And that would change the whole game. Uh, there would be millions of dollars that would be what, shifted. What if they go like, you know, the, the our console is 450 but with the PSVR, it's 600 Like People would mm-hmm. be more enticed to buy that. Yeah, Probably. if it comes yeah, with a yeah. really good game. Mm-hmm. I think that would just push it towards that yeah. because a really mm-hmm. good game is 80 bucks. If It's practically $70, the, the headset. Yeah, if and, that I, would and be, I think some VR games are like 40 yeah, 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 absolutely. Some VR games are like cheaper. I'd still be down to play like Resident Evil Seven, like that, because yeah. I have never played it. So. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, see what we want to do in the next week. Before that, before that. Yes, go ahead. We need to mention. Shout out to Reggie. Reggie, yeah, Reggie? we mentioned it last <laughs> week, and also Doug Bowser, who took his place. <laughs> his name is Bowser. Like that's. That's on the nose. Is that what you were going to say? No. No, no, but yeah, close. No, but also um, new Pokemon game. Yes. Yes. I didn't. (laughs) Lest we forget. Oh, my God. Yeah. I guess we're wary about Pokemon. Uh, I used to be on top of every single version that came out because I'm a competitive Pokemon player. And each time that a new fucking Pokemon comes out, I need to know his stats, all his possible moves, his speed, and everything for me to remain competitive. But I'm going insane! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just liking the culture over, like, who's... Which starter is, like, the best. Oh, man. Or I'm who's just, like, everyone's favorite. Cute. And, like... That's... Yeah, that's what that's what Pokemons are. Honestly, cute, uh, there are... There's only one other gen where the, I liked all the starters. And, like... The other one is this one, like. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Let's let's do like a three, two, one, and we just say our favorite at the same time. I can't remember their names. Okay, well, I, I don't know their names too. Okay. Just the element. Just yeah, the, the element. Let's, the let's element. Say yes. the color. Yeah. Yeah, yes. the color or the element. So, three, two, one. Green. Fire. Green. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the monkey Shit. man. Yeah, yeah, Grookey. That's Grookey. that's the name. Yeah. I like I like his little face. Like. <laughs> Monkey. He looks like a that, Furby, a, yeah. yeah, like an angry Furby. Yeah. He's got like, oh, yeah, you know, he doesn't care. And honestly, <laughs> I, I like his vibe. Yeah, I'm waiting to oh, see sure. what they evolve into because I'll be buying that game. Um, yeah. 
but I'm uh, like for now yeah for sure the like I'm always gonna love the monkey or the ape like one or the other like it's always gonna be my favorite like my favorite uh, gen one is monkey and uh, okay yeah, yeah, <laughs> the angry oh, yeah, like, yeah he, gets, he gets angry he gets into primate yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> with the shackles <laughs> oh no uh, oh lord oh no oh, I never thought of that until now <laughs> it's a promotion for Ape Out that yes. <laughs> will eventually there. play I hope maybe like we should you know yeah, why new, not, like one of us should get in we should just like lend it to each other or something like, you know? the new Pokemon <laughs> looks so good Yes. Yeah. Finally, ho- home console Pokemon for the first time in 20 fucking years. Well, other than the spin-offs, the stadiums and everything. Mm-hmm. And the Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, which I will never mention ever again. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was just a bunch of bullshit. I, I swear I to God. I didn't even know. <laughs> see? I don't, I don't see what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. they, they ditched the let's go thing of uh, the random encounters being physically in the game. Oh, thank fuck. I didn't like... Because I, I, I love like that. That's the one thing I really love from Let's Go. Oh, really? Because you can see if it's shiny. You can mm. ignore them if you're not grinding. You well, can, uh, and it does like, satisfy your collectors. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the, the, the throwing the balls and stuff. Like, I like, like my fights. But this the fact that I could see them I could just go through an area because the game was kind of too easy yeah it was kind of Pokemon anyway, light yeah but it's like they, it, they, it's always too game because like I, I to be honest you might like you're gonna say blasphemy <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna call me like a blasphemer but I never bought a Pokemon game yeah. oh that, that's okay that's I completely fine bought, I've played yellow because someone lent it to me at the time and stadium because someone lent it to me at the time all the mini games in stadium were actually really fun yeah it was fun i i I had a great time with them but i never got like into like any other pokemon game but they always release in in like doubles right there's like Mm -hmm. blue and red and blah blah blah, and this one is like sword and shield yes okay and it's set in like uh england fantasy england like pokemon yeah fantasy version of like the UK yeah mm-hmm. okay. absolutely yeah. but it's like it always makes me laugh because like they've gone through so many iterations of like Pokemon something and something there yes. was even one yeah. that was like X and Y it's like they just yeah. went with variables like, they, <laughs> yeah yeah they're they, like names. sword and shield and like what's the next one gonna be like Pokemon like gun and bomb <laughs> Pokemon yeah. mac and cheese yeah. <laughs> Pokemon peanut butter and jelly Peanut game. butter yeah. jelly. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also like the it's the eighth generation where it's like your starters are all fire, water, and grass. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. and they continue yeah. the because, tradition because it's a nice trinity. Like there's no other types that do the the the, the like paper, rock, scissor. Now, yeah, now there are. Scissor, yeah. Scissor. Yeah. yeah, now there are. Really, honestly, yeah. like a fairy, ghost, and dark. It's a good mm. trinity, also. Could be, yeah. it, it, it doesn't, it, it's not quite a complete trinity, but it's it's kind of its own thing. Okay, yeah. But yeah well, fairy is a, a new thing ever since a Pokemon X and Y, so okay. it's it's less known. Like, But yeah, they could like play around. Uh, it's, it's always too just, it's 
it used to be like a money thing. I don't think people really buy two games. It's kind of just a, well, they trade. I yeah. think it created a trade culture. Yeah, like exactly. So it's Pokemon not necessarily like a money thing. It's always been thing. a social thing. Yeah, it's more of a social thing. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that, that yeah. causes that. You know what I find interesting in all this? Also, isn't this kind of a precursor to the death of the 3DS? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really just... Look, I didn't even see that one. <laughs> this and Link's yeah. Awakening oh, yeah. are just DS games. Yeah, the DS is done for Nintendo for sure. Yeah. Well, isn't like the portable division of Nintendo like working on Switch as well as like the, the, the yeah. console division? Like I feel like... They just yeah, yeah, it's all one thing now. I think it's a good thing because they're focusing. They're not. They're not uh, dividing their attention between the 3DS and putting subpar games on the 3DS that are that are going to be forgotten because they're not gonna buy it because mm. nobody gives a fuck about it anymore. Apparently, uh, I just got one. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, for for uh, but there's uh, amazing games Power on Sun it. and Rain. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 worth for the amazing games that are already on it, That's but it. they shouldn't do just subpar ports and put it there and oh, yeah, yeah, stick yeah. it in. Yeah. You know, like um, the now they have the two DS that's sell, outselling the three DS, and they did a yeah, new yeah, variation, yeah. the two DS XL, the new two DS XL. By yeah. the way, I mean, if cars, if you, if you're cars keeping do up. It, why not? So that's the thing. Like, <laughs> what's next for Nintendo? Is yeah. It? another 3ds or another switch and it's clearly another switch yes mm-hmm. so they have to move forward like foldable switch foldable switch that would be amazing the new I, the new foldable phone uh, craze is happen. coming this year though so the technology is is now like i had like, a foldable phone once <laughs> foldable like this <laughs> maybe? The screen. Was a red motorola <laughs> you know like uh <laughs> A razor. Yes, oh. the razor was all the rage back then. Oh yeah. For all you 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 teenagers uh, listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> razor from Motorola. Screen, Everyone had that phone. Two screens has already been better. Uh, always been better. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, two screens with a computer. Two screens with a DS. Mm-hmm. Game and watch. Like it, it, so, it might come back, but I don't. Like I, I, I it's interesting for for back catalog but that's not what nintendo is about mm-hmm. like I, I don't think they start porting these games to like a foldable switch oh i'd, I'd see them go somewhere along the lines of the labo yeah oh, like an extension. like add-ons yeah, yeah add-ons maybe. oh so like a Sega 32x my, my way works. to fix that better would be to be able to play your switch off dock but also connect to the TV. Mm. Like so you the have Wii U? like a screen yeah. on the TV. And then, yeah, exactly, like the Wii U. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like mirror. It mirrors what... Or no, no, it no? would be like for two screens. Okay, like, it would be like, like, okay. Oh, oh like that. Because yes. it's, it's touch screen, right? Mm-hmm. So you could just... Yeah, yeah. And I, I expected the Switch to be that to begin with. but Okay. Yeah. It's a little hard because you have to render both, but uh, you just have to do a fixed image. Ah, it's true. You just have to do a fixed image on the touchscreen, yeah? Huh. Yeah, or like uh, you have a map or your menu. On mm-hmm. your... Yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But developers hate it, so <laughs> like we'll see. Um, I'm expecting just like a stronger and a weaker Switch. Hmm. 
Okay. Switch Lite, Switch. XL. Yeah, going the way of like the 3DS having like different versions. Yeah. I'm I, I'm a little pissed it's off at the number of versions of 3DS that there is. Mm-hmm. Really? Because it's it, it it was like 17 years or something. It's just it's just weird because it's exactly the same games except for the new variation, which oh, yeah, is yeah. barely any games that came out that like was only compatible with the new. Yeah, yeah it, which frustrated me because I did buy another one because of that, mm. and oh, I'm ashamed yeah. to have supported mm. that. But it was for Xenoblade and things like that. Yeah, like bigger games. Yeah, because the Switch was uh. like yeah not ready yet. But now now it's kind of. Uh, Pick Dust in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, any other mentions before going our usual round of uh, oh, what the Pokemon, will the Pokemon's look well, cute? What's, what's their name? Oh yeah, Grookey, Scarbunny, Scorbunny, Scorbunny, yes, and Sobble. Yeah. I, I, I like I like them all, but yeah. I like bunnies. That's why yeah. I, I chose. I don't usually choose the, the fire fan type. Favorite is Sobble. Subble, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's I saw Subble and like on he's many an things. Anxious gecko. He's as anxious as the gamers. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anxious gecko with its little hands and it attacks by crying. Yeah, I'm they're sure all that's, really that's cool. Looking, very honestly. sympathetic. Yeah, um, I, I saw, I saw it's everywhere on memes. On I even saw hentai that, <laughs> that featured on it. Oh, Gosh. Pokemon! It's like that that plague of grapes all video. Or it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. Yeah, the, the the earlier bunny is like super fetishized. Oh yeah, low bunny. Mm, yeah. Yes, and Gardevoir. It's very yes, sad. I um, don't have don't a collection do of Gardevoir in my computer. I swear. <laughs> don't, <coughs> don't do that with Pokemon, please. No, yeah, no. It's, it's for children. It's it's yeah. and we love it, but it's the children part of us that love it. So don't don't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> you scum of the earth. <laughs> Oh you can't God. stop them. Like I wish we could, but you, yeah. you can't. And have I fun, mean, but like don't, don't. I don't want to know. Don't, why don't why do anyone, I feel targeted? Please. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't. As long as it's not harmful. Yeah. As long as it, it's out of the reach of the children. Treat your think. OC. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know what Bulbasaur does. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Vine vine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that's our dirty minds. That's like, <laughs> you know, this, uh, Pokemon have you know like they, they they have struggle as a move. They have they have string shot. They have lick. They have lovely kiss. You know, <laughs> and, and no matter how far they go, all they do is faint. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They never yeah. die. So so wholesome, isn't it? <laughs> a, I don't know if it's a dystopia or a utopia. Yeah. We could talk about how it's, uh, like, yeah, let's not. Let's, not. <laughs> let's wait until the live action movie, live action slash. Oh movie. my god! I'm pretty sure they're gonna. I'm pretty sure they're gonna take pot shots at it. It's I wouldn't be surprised if they go like full on Lego movie and just. I'm be so like psyched a, for that movie. <laughs> Have you seen the new trailer? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I, I, I feel like they're going to go there. I know that in the story... Spoilers! I haven't played the game, but like, okay. it, like the, the, the story seems super simple. Like, the, the Pikachu wakes up with, like, the dad's thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, Pikachu's probably the dad. <laughs> and, like, that's probably the story. That's probably the story. The, I haven't... It sounds super I simple, don't... but that's not why I'm going. The yeah, movie looks so fun. Yeah, like, it does look fun. 
It does look fun. I will like, surely no, watch it in the movies. You're not going to Pokemon for the mystery or whatever. <laughs> you're just but going there I, because just you're I like, saw that in the trailer and I was like, oh, really? That's the... Oh. Like that disappointing. Yeah, you know, the famous Pokemon crime novel series. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy that they're, they're, they're allowing their IP to actually branch out and do something unconventional like that. So. And it reminds me of, like, being a kid and having summer movies. Like, uh, you know, just, just fun movies that, mm-hmm. like, we haven't had that in a while, I feel. Yeah, the live-action Super Mario Brothers. Oh my god, please! <laughs> don't even... Don't even start! Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I'm curious. I want to rewatch that eventually just to see how it fares. It reminds me of like Ferris Bueller's, you know, like just just dumb, fun... Yeah. yeah. Kind of vacant. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like uh, light-hearted. Yeah. Like <laughs> super high budget and Pokemon. Like yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah, I want to... Uh, I'm down for it too. Like a, whenever it's out, I I'm, forgot. I'm I think really it's this summer. Forward for a movie, but yeah, I think it's in May or June. Or, yeah. Cool. It's uh, it's on. Yeah. So, any other thing to mention before our usual round? No, no. I think we could start with like what's coming up for us. So, mm, start? definitely. I'm going to watch um, Russian Doll. Like yeah. I promised last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel ashamed that I didn't, especially since it's short. It's eight episodes, you said. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I will definitely uh, watch it. Uh, my my computer upgrade will free me from any constraints that I had before. I'll start uh, Twitch streaming immediately after that I receive it. Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you how it goes and everything. And I'm, I'm psyched. This whole social aspect of it is really interesting. It's like entering a whole new world. And, and it's it's very flattering to see people that, that, that find me funny once in a while. <laughs> and um, it's uh, what I'm going to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna continue uh, playing all the RPGs that I have lined up. I did buy y- Yakuza Zero. I cannot wait to play Goro. You bought Zero. Yeah. You bought Kiwami. Yes. And you haven't finished yeah. six. Uh, yes, I know. I know. It's it's a shame. Oh my Judgment god! Is I am coming st- out in only a few months. Oh what my fucking god! Uh, I I'm gonna have to binge it. Unfortunately, cram, cram, cram. cram. <laughs> I'm so, gonna binge Yakuza all in a all in a row. Kiwami, I'd say ignore all the side quests. Do just the story because you've got three games that are exactly the same. Yeah. Um, Maybe I should. Zero introduced... Well, so Kiwami used a lot of side quests from Zero mm. and, like, side games from Zero mm-hmm. that, that Zero introduced. Because Makes it was sense. like... It came a, out the same year, right? Yeah. Mm. And it's like a remake of the first one. So, like, it had to add a bit of it. Mm-hmm. So I'd say Six and Zero just do everything. Mm-hmm. Kiwami just do the story. Okay. Okay. I think I'll do that actually, especially since it has the type of gameplay that allows you to do that. So, okay, I'll do that. I'll follow your advice. Um, I don't know how far you are into six. Um, around uh, around uh, one, half of it, I believe. I'd say maybe just stop it and play Zero and Kawami, and then go back to it. Really? Just because it's like the newer game. It's the newest engine. Mm-hmm. Not to I, be I too. Find it, it's hard to go back to zero and uh, Kiwami. Like they're they're not that polished compared to six. The um, okay, okay, so like that's interesting. Have a, a bad time with the fight system, 
uh, and just the jankiness of like the controls and stuff. Hmm. I have low standards for beat them ups, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I would like them all. Yeah. And especially that in Zero, there's my favorite fucking character from the yeah. Yakuza series, Goro. I am such a fanboy so, of Goro. So glorious, so least, handsome. Like, so maybe play, play Zero before Kiwami because they, they add some stuff in Kiwami for the side stories. Mm -hmm. Like uh, in regards to... to uh, Oh no, that's in Kiwami too. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but basically they, 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 they kind of like since Zero is a prequel, they add some stuff uh, for the side quests. Mm -hmm. the, the the host clubs, the story is ongoing, from zero. Okay. Onwards into the newer games, even though they're older games, it's confusing. But yeah. Well, thank you for that because I think I'm gonna do that, uh, according to all that and uh, that and I I, 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 I miss Goro too as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, and it's, also they push Goro a lot more into the the, the newer ones. Uh, the newer, older versions. So Kiwami games have Goro more than they did in the past because mm -hmm. of Zero. Mm. Ah, so great. play Zero and then the uh, yeah. And also, sorry for that tension. Um, I want to throw a little monkey wrench for you two. <laughs> I want us to um, uh, let's uh, this. I want to propose this live. Uh, let's play a game. Okay. Let's play a game and tell and tell our viewers uh, mm -hmm. what we felt about it. And I'm sure we'll all appreciate it. Or let's replay it for my case. And I think Pierre's case, too. Mother I, 3. Mother 3. <laughs> How did you guess? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How did you guess? That's, that's a good challenge. I want that. I need that. Because I haven't played that game. That's absolutely... Uh, Mother 3, I think you need to play it. Honestly, I, I know I need yeah. to play. <laughs> I owe it to myself. Uh, do you want to pick a deadline? So I don't think I'm gonna finish it in a week. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, not in a week. Yeah, I, I would say should, in should, three weeks. Three weeks would be fine. Oh, it's yeah. around the thirty-hour game. It all comes out. Uh, yeah, three weeks. How it's long what, is that game? What's what's the average like? Around thirty short, hours. It's, it's a bit shorter than Earthbound. Yes. Really? Yeah. Earthbound is around uh, 35 if you like grinding. Okay. But uh, this one is around uh, if we don't make more like 25. Whatever, yeah. My suggestion would be like Easter weekend. Yeah? Easter, wh when is that? I think like <laughs> the third week of April or something. Third or week of April? Jesus. Huh? <laughs> no, 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 just because it, no, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit more time. Yeah, okay. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, we might have like some day offs from... Like sure work and stuff yeah. like it's gonna give us more time to maybe like if we need to do an extra rush for the end yes absolutely if it's on that weekend it's more possible mm. this, yeah, and yeah. just it's a suggestion uh live planning yeah like i guess like <laughs> a month or so like yeah. a game a month maybe we'll yeah. see but yeah that sounds cool because that will be our very first spoiler cast Mm -hmm. uh, this is a thing we wanted to do for a while. Yeah, Even though I spoil everything. <laughs> well, it's part of our charm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's plan this spoiler cast. Mother three, exclusive, three Canadian thumbs. So yeah, what do you want to do in the next week, Mister Rita? Uh, in the next week, basically, there's a cool game that's going to be coming out. Uh, Devil May Cry. 
Oh, yes. Out on Friday, I believe, March 8th. Uh, that's going to be... Like, I'm going to try to put in some time during the weekend. Uh, other than that, I've been reading a book. Uh, Marlon James' uh, Black Leopard, Red Wolf. It's like a fantasy book. It's really nice. I want to finish it during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and maybe talk about it if it's if it's worth mentioning. Uh, other than that, um, there's uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, the yes. Marvel movie. Oh, it's already coming. It's coming out this week as well. So oh, um, maybe we could like get like tickets and go see it together. That and would maybe, be a good idea. I think yeah, I'm like, free this week. Maybe not a spoiler cast on like the first no. weekend it came out, but we can quickly <laughs> we can about comment about it. At least, it. yeah, yeah. Like avoid spoilers and still like give our take. Mm-hmm. Other than that, um, and also a friend uh, of mine recommended that I play JJ Macfield. I really want to the uh, Story sixty five yeah uh, game. So um, uh, and no relations to Eiffel sixty five, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, apparently Thank it's fuck. a really it's it's like in in its themes it's a really like powerful game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's available on the Switch. I'll probably play it on that platform. Mm-hmm. I've been on a kick since like playing like games like the Tension Devotion. I've also played Delta Rune again just because it came out last week and it was. Was a fun ride. Nice. Oh yes, uh, but that's uh, that's that's what's coming for me, anyways. Plus the Mother Three, uh, the Missing, right? That's the name. Yeah, the Missing. Yeah, yeah, the, the Missing something. JJ Macfield. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's very good. Um, I something about the gameplay doesn't interest me. Like uh, everything yeah. I've seen, I'm just like ah. Uh, yeah, but all the, <laughs> the all the reviews uh, are like like fan reviews are like huge. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, apparently it's worth getting through it. Yeah, and just uh, you'll have hiccups with the gameplay. That's the general. That's like the it's general swary. consensus over like it's like sweary reception. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. That's that's the sweary. That's the sweary thing. The drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's what's up for. Uh, the weeks to come. What about you, Pierre? Uh, I just started the sequel, one of the sequels to The Silver Case, mm-hmm. which is Flower, Sun, and Rain on 3DS. Um, previous guest Wong has played the game, yeah. so maybe we could talk <laughs> about it with him. I mm-hmm. don't think, I don't know if he remembers it. He played it when, when it came out. But uh, yeah, so I'll be playing that, but it, apparently it's short. It's like 10 hours. It's 3DS game, very mm-hmm. old, so um, I might go back to Final Fantasy IX. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're still craving it? Yeah, uh, it's good. <laughs> I'm having a fun time with it. I'm just like in a Suda mood, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't got anything more planned, because uh, if I plan ahead, like, yeah. But I might start mother three mm-hmm. um, restart re re restart like i never finish <laughs> it but i yeah um yeah i might start mother three otherwise like everything i, I need to finish my backlog before sekiro comes out because uh, it's gonna be so hard it looks so difficult that it's it gonna does take me a while to and yeah. I'm, I'm psyched because Dark Souls 3 wasn't difficult. So what? I'm like, I'm happy to go back <laughs> to like... Uh, Something more challenging. Yeah, even Bloodborne. Uh, I had like three bosses that were really hard. 
but otherwise it was kind of like I'm used to this. Hmm. But the, this one has seems to have like the revengeance thing where you you block by attacking. Oh, yeah, and the uh, parry. Yeah. yeah, and like uh, directional parry. So I'm looking forward to getting my ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of it's the satisfaction to be so much better. It's in a while, but that's like I'm starting to think and get hyped about it a bunch. Time will go by fast, you'll see. March 22nd. Yeah. 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 So don't don't forget that you can actually interact with us. Uh, We have an email, which is uh, 3cthumbs at gmail.com. And if you want to join us in Discord in order to uh, talk with us, um, say suggestions or comments or whatever, just hang out with us. Don't forget, you can join us at tinyurl.com slash 3ctdiscord. And you'll be instantly invited. And uh, we started having people on there. (laughs) Which is woohoo! And uh, as usual, um, we love you, adoring fans, and um, to to hear our uh, insane banter every single day. And uh, we love doing this, and we love you. So I have been Jamie. I've been Rita. Fuck EA. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see you next time. And uh, keep getting entertained. Pokemon liver and onions. <laughs>